All right, it's um, it's recording, so just go, <laughs> just go whenever you're ready. And I didn't get any of the Baba Booey, unfortunately. Two, three, five. Okay. Yeah. Grab your headphones, turn up your creative zen, and join me and the Game Buds as we discuss our favorite game soundtracks. To another episode of Game Buds Podcast, the podcast where four lifelong friends get a little elevated and talk about stuff related <laughs> to video games. This week, uh, we're talking about our favorite uh, video game uh, soundtrack, and uh, to my right, I have uh, your boy Andy. <laughs> <laughs> you are you are my boy. You're my boy. That's my boy, Andy. He's my he's my boy. <laughs> all of all, all of your boys. And the possessor of Andy is <laughs> Ryan <laughs> Durano. <laughs> and to his uh, left or my left and to his right, it's Nick. Oh yeah, the most and normal, me. the most normal level one. <laughs> oh my. And I, Travis Mohaha, should be your host this evening. Uh, but we got some business to take care of. I uh, believe we've all gotten a little bit uh, fucked up this week. Well, <laughs> let's go ahead and tell everyone what we've been on. Andy, you want to start us off this week? Oh, yeah. No, no fucking intro needed. Here we go. You skipped the song this week. Sk- oh, no. <laughs> Just kidding. That's the burns. We took a shot during the song. 
Sponsored by whiskey. <laughs> whiskey and cork. <laughs> whiskey. I definitely swallowed a little bit of the cork. Yeah, yeah. I saw I saw the cork going into the glasses as he was pouring it. Well, I was like, what? Back in my day, we used to drink cork uphill both ways in the snow. <laughs> God bless it. Yeah. Okay. So we we Corey, my brother Corey, and I have been playing. Slay the Spire, nonstop, all between all of my lunch breaks and then after work and then too much, and and also uh, we've been doing Sean and I have been doing a little bit of Plague Tale Innocence. Oh, I've heard nothing but good things. Very nice, very very fun, uh, treacherous, dark, spooky, uh, kind of Game of Thronesy, um, in in like. Um, Game of Thrones season two, in in aesthetic, you know. Um, there are lots of boobies, like in Game of Thrones. No. Are there any dongs, like in Game of Thrones? Boobies. Well, no, no. But it's it's really foggy, like Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, lots of lots of rats and lots of hiding and and stuff. Really good stealth. Very fun with that. Um. That's a good time, but uh, I like uh, I I, I kind of like think in in inspire in, right now inside the spire. It's taken like, over your mind. Yeah, like it, it I'm like really solving problems. Does. It's so much fun. It's, it's so, so addictive. good. It's just, you can just do one more because you're like one run could last. Oh my five God. minutes. Okay, I'll I'll try it this oh week. I, I, I will try it's it this so week. Fun. I was not disappointed. I got it because they built it up last week. So I played it and I was like it was like seven in the morning when I downloaded it and I played it from like seven to like ten thirty. Yeah. Yeah, dude. That's the thing with that one. You can like you can easily I've done I did this today. I was on my lunch break and I was like, Okay, let's do a couple rounds and then I looked down and I was supposed to be done in 45 minutes, and I ended up taking a two-hour lunch. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> what row? That's pretty my, my boss is, like, on vacation right now. <laughs> so, it's no funny. And all I got to do Oh, no, is... he just subscribed. He's oh. listening to this right now. Would your bosses be okay with you being part of a weed... And video game theme podcast, but mostly the weed part. <laughs> it's the weed part that shouldn't matter at all. Yeah. None of it should Actually, matter. Actually, the podcast yeah. part usually. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to get a. Oh, uh, you're part of a podcast. You're fired. <laughs> yeah, it's the podcasting that's a problem. No, I have a, a medical card, so it's my medicine. So, yeah, uh, it's, oh, it's legal. So fully legal. I to, wow. I got to do you, that. <laughs> you did it. All right, we can add that to our tags. Med- medical. Yeah, Hashtag no. medical. Yes. <laughs> I mean, if you go to Missouri's uh, 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 Department of Health and Services website, there's like, you, you know, there's HIPAA law, there's everything. You like, can go to you, you, Area 51 down by Ryan's house, and they have, like, approval. Like, they can get you your medical card approved. Really? In, in yeah, they, they, That's they like have it on like, their window. Little, yeah, they have it on their window oh. now. Worst oh part is you're going to Area 51. I see Area that. 51. Yeah. yeah, the worst part is just that you're at like the... the Patronizing there. Yeah. Yeah, they're racist. The weird juggalo <laughs> smoke shop. Well, I guess they're not juggalos. <laughs> they're racist. 
Spoiler alert. Well, Definitely let's sucks. just say last I mean, time I went was suck. during the Obama administration, and they had some interesting things to say about Obama. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was horrible. It made wow. me never want to go back. You went at least yeah, four and a place. half or five years ago then. <laughs> Two presidents ago. <laughs> it's been a long time. It's probably the same people. Every time I go in there... They're they're playing video games. Yeah, and they're like they're, annoyed that you're there to like. They don't want to help business. you out at all. Yeah, yeah, they, they, you're you're interrupting their video game time. <laughs> I guess fair enough. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get mad when people interrupt it. my video game it. time. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I'm like my dogs, I have to let those those, those needy fuckers, bitches out. Those little fuckers <laughs> need to go out all the time. Yeah, I have to feed them and keep them alive. Like when I could just beat the next level. Can't they just wait till I find a save point? So, yeah. uh, what's your favorite character to run as? Oh. Slayer Spire, <clears throat> dude, they're all really good. I, I was just gonna ask you that, but um, we've been doing the defect a lot. Very the interesting. The guy. defect is fun. I, I, yeah. I enjoyed that one. I was pissed at him for a while. I did not like it. I was like. This is annoying. Just like all of them, you kind of have to like play with them enough to kind of know all the different routes you can take because yeah. they all have different options. I personally like the Ironclad because you can just brute force a lot of stuff. That's the one you start out with, yes, right? Yes, yeah. the, the Red Knight dude. Um, yeah, I had actually gotten good. into a good run where I got to the third level. It was like the third area. I yeah. had um, regeneration every level. Like I re- like regenerated health like every battle. And then I also was a vampire. I couldn't rest or anything, but like I got these cards that like sucked health, and I got all these other cool artifacts. And then right before I got to the last boss, I slept and got a curse that let me not heal any HP. Period. I couldn't heal at all anymore. It's surprising no how like how often the game throws something like that at yeah. you too. Yeah, it, it's yeah. I like the I like the uh, like the special events, but they can go yeah. so wrong. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it could just be like you just walk into a pit of spikes and lose half your health yep. or some shit like That's that. Wait, so have either of you beat the fourth act? No, I have not. No, I've only gotten to the. I've only gotten to the third. I've only beaten <laughs> okay. the third act. So I've, I've never even gotten to the first ascension same. unlocked. So I haven't really I've gotten, gotten much past that far. That. You guys are gonna feel so dumb when I beat it on my first try. <laughs> That'd be cool. It's a good run. You that would be run. amazing that since would, you yeah. have to beat it <laughs> three times before you can beat it. <laughs> yeah, I beat it three times without dying once. Oh, so. that, okay. That's gonna, cool. that's gonna be Holy my run. Shit, beating it dude. three times That'd without dying once. You're like, yeah, this game's. Well, I don't know, I don't know what everybody's it. talking about. This game's really it, easy. Beat it in like two hours. It took me four this tries. This has the best luck just, in the world. Yeah, it just like, gets all the best cards. Yeah, this like reminds me of that uh, Mr. Show sketch of the Olympic skier who set a world record just because he hated skiing and wanted to get it over with. Oh, man. That was one of the best uh, sketch sketches shows. From, the, from the new season. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> it's uh, like a really just... Don't like skiing, and I just wanted it to be over as fast as possible. <laughs> Good shit. So yeah, what about you? Who do, who do you like? Who do you? Like? What's your favorite character on? I think um, I like the Ironclad the best. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. it has the most attack options. Really, you I, like him? Because you think you can beat 
My I favorite thing is getting the rage because when you play rage for zero points, it makes a new one in your discard pile. So if you keep playing them, you can keep building them and just like start poking people for like. And then if you get a, a relic that I often find that lets you keep your hand without discarding. Oh um, yeah, you can just yeah. Build your hands. Ooh man, you can do some some killer combos with that. So yeah. that's why I like them. I don't know. I haven't really played the other ones as much, so I don't know them as much. So like, it could be familiarity, but so far that's what I'm in. That's what I've. Uh, that's what I enjoy. Yeah. Yeah, I also really like the silent, but. Uh, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I haven't uh, figured that one out yet. I'm yeah. gonna play, play them like twice. The the power cards with, with <clears throat> the defect are are really crazy. You can get some insane like yeah, you stacks. Just stack orbs constantly yeah, yeah, yeah. and just blast them. Like, like, yeah. After like in the in between phase of your turn, you just end up doing like ninety or hundred extra damage if you stack yeah. like fifty orbs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's probably like the ironclad because you can like get a stacking strength bonus. Like keep going and like just get stronger and stronger and just. <laughs> 2040 damage. Dude, oh man. <laughs> There's a lot of different crazy. options. Like how how many how many how many levels have you uh unlocked for each of the characters? Hmm, I've only know? beaten the game with one of the characters, so I haven't done all the ascensions. Oh, you I haven't really even... gone through. I have I, I as I started getting into it, I, I switched to another game, but a couple other games I'll be talking about. So oh, <laughs> moving on. Unless you yeah, play anything that, else. Yeah, we could talk about that game all day. But. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's crazy deep, dude. Like you 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 have five, I'm sorry, but you have five <laughs> levels of for each character mm-hmm. that you can oh, every, yeah, every no. time you level up sorry, you gain I, three new cards. I've maxed out Ironclad and I got to level yeah. two on the other guys, so Okay. Okay, yeah, we got to level uh, four on all of them except for uh, Ironclad. We got to level five. But mm. I was like, dude, I cannot fucking get to... There's no way we can do the fourth boss with this guy. So we started like focusing on the orb guy. Yeah. But now that you say that, I'm like, well, maybe we could. We got to think of a different way. But yeah, also we've been like doing... <laughs> oh my God, dude. I... All right. <laughs> the, the relics. The, the relics, man. What a game. What a game, what a game. dude. It's, it's a good game. It's amazing. <laughs> That's our endorsement for it. It's a good game. We'll talk about it next week again, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> we will. Yeah, hopefully. Get, oh, I dropped my shit. phone, guys. Oh, it wasn't me this time. You gotta, you gotta eat your phone. Eat your phone. You gotta eat your phone. Eat your phone. Eat your phone. Eat your phone. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, I really hope I hit the Jason one. Yes, I hit the right one. <laughs> Excellent. I was really hoping I didn't hit the Jason once. <laughs> 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 yep, I dropped my phone and I had to eat it. <laughs> but what do you want? What? Yeah. Well, I was going to well, say Slay the Spire, but because <laughs> I just started that, but out of fear of starting another 20 minute conversation yeah. about that game, I'm going to. <laughs> I'm gonna move on. I just started like today. I beat X Men uh, Mutant Apocalypse for oh. uh, for the Super Nintendo. Ooh. You actually beat oh. it. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. With save states. I mean, like, yeah, that it's, game it's, has like no health pickups in it <laughs> at all. Yeah. No. Well, it does. It does have health pickups, but they're very like they're random when they drop, and they're very like few and far between, like at the set places. And uh, each character has like. 
input commands that you have no idea how to do unless you have the instruction booklet so i had to like google it nice because otherwise you're just like playing as like cyclops and all you can do is punch and kick and uh (laughs) but like if you didn't know that down like the down to forward the hadoken command the input command like does his like optic blast you would have no way of knowing that because it just doesn't tell you and every character has different input commands too. And Beast is the worst by far. My favorite character in that game is the worst character to play as because he's clunky and slow <laughs> and has one move that leaves him incredibly vulnerable to being attacked. And his levels just suck. <laughs> but he looks so cool. Yeah, he's, he's the Beast. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's just pretty much... Uh, Kelsey Grammer with Blue Burr, like which is that's what I'm who, talking about. That's who played him in the third movie. Going back to that, I'm sure we talked about that recently. But does he like toss salad and scramble eggs? Yeah, yeah. He can have blues oh color. mercy. <laughs> yeah, he gets into all sorts of psychological hijinks because he overanalyzes. That's, that's Beast and his brother Niles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah but Beast levels are just dialogue based and decision based. <laughs> that would be awesome. Getting yourself out of there quirky be misunderstandings. Beast and Niles are going to a party tonight. But they both like the same girl. <laughs> no, they're both wearing the same suit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a Frasier, like, Telltale game. Oh, man. Would be wouldn't that cool. be something? That would else. be pretty fun. That would be pretty fun. That would be good. But uh, moving on, Nick, what are you on? Well, I at uh, I downloaded Bloodborne to uh, to oh, show yeah, dude. my partner how bad I am at Souls like <laughs> games, and I'm still bad at Bloodborne. But that being said, Bloodborne is way easier than Dark Souls. Yeah. Like yeah, it, 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 control, it controls a lot better. It's yeah, it's more fluid, and you can just run in and I, I see in Dark Souls two skeletons is like pants shittingly scary. <laughs> yeah. But in Bloodborne, you see like ten guys, and you're like, I might be able to take those dudes. I could, I could use the, some powered up swings and yeah, take down four of them a, at the same time. The tools are a lot more it, uh, workable. It, yeah, that. and it, it it encourages aggressive aggressive like uh, combat. You know, like there's a ton action. more enemies though. Yeah. Everywhere, yeah. Yes. there's a lot of yes. enemies in that game. But yeah. you get like the you get like the uh, on PS5. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so is there I'm a PS5 sure. like upgraded version? No, I've been just, playing it on my PS5. But. No, no, playing it on PS5 just because it loads so much faster and just runs the game better is just. A lot. It's just so much better than playing it on PS. Because I played it on PS4, and there's like it's 30 frames per second, and it slows down. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a yeah, it's fun. And then another game I've been playing to uh, hype myself up even more than I am already for Metroid Dread. I started playing through oh. Super Metroid. Oh, oh my yeah. god, that's a game that I just go back and regularly beat, maybe once Never a beat year it. or sometimes. It's, like it's one of the games I say I would say has like perfect game design. All right, I've it, never there beat is it. There's not I, a bad part of that. Somehow game. I've just not played. <laughs> Travis, you can you can beat it in like three hours. Oh sure, if you know it's, what you're doing. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like okay, five hours if you don't know what you're doing because it's, it, pretty, it's pretty, pretty short and yeah. it's not incredibly difficult. Either. Yeah, no, I, I just haven't. I don't know. I just for some reason I just have never really gone back to it. 
Yeah, I mean, it's on it. Switch Online, so... Yeah, you I have need to, to get That's it. a good way to play mm, it. That's something I've been kind of trying to go into a little more. Yeah, it's a good legitimate way to play some classics without yeah. having to... Uh, Can you do save states with that? Yeah, yes. there's save states and, and rewind. rewind. And rewinding, oh, which rewinding. is very, that's very nice. That's lovely. That's nice. Uh, Sness Drunk would say, uh, play it mm, any way you can. Step. I agree. Anyway, I, I would like. I'm, not, I'm pro emulation. Oh, yeah, I convenience. Don't care. I don't mind throwing a couple dollars at something, but like the moment it's like, uh, well, I got to pay like twenty dollars for this. Ah, ah, bootleg it. Whatever. If, if Nintendo yeah. or other companies would release these mm-hmm. games on Switch and stuff, yeah. I would probably buy a lot yeah. of them. It, yeah, yeah, they, no. But there's perfect. just a lot of games. You know, they have no chance in hell of ever coming back. Yeah, I, I like. I believe in anything else. At this point in video so game history, I believe in anything will happen at some point. Just give it time. Duke Nukem Forever came out. Yeah, after like being passed through like five developers and being yeah. locked up for 15 Half-Life years. Half-Life 3 is just around the corner. <laughs> hey, you never know. Yeah. They released another Half-Life game. That's something in itself. But yeah, it Half-Life Alex. That's, that's supposed to be like oh the best God, yeah. VR game ever. It may not be it's Half-Life amazing. 3, but it's still a Half-Life game. It's apparently really scary, too. It's mm-hmm. like, it's wild, dude. So Have you played it? Yeah, uh, Spike has it, and yeah, he brought it over to my does. house. Spike was streaming it for a long time too. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. He, yeah. He so over. basically, an- what I've heard about the game is like it's exactly what you imagined VR being like. Everything is pretty interactive, and yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Like the puzzles are uh, really mm-hmm. focused on manipulating objects in your environment and stuff. Yeah. Considering it's really foul, cool. it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Like they're like. They're always the like, like the Rosetta Stone of that thing, like Gary's Mod and like Half Life. All that stuff pretty much. Counter, is is, is Counter Strike Valve? Yes, it's oh, a it's a mod yeah, of Half Life. Oh yeah, CS. Is, Shit, dude, that's crazy. That's that's a great game, dude. It's weird, man. Like you, you or the Source, whatever Gary's Mod, something like that. It's involved with Valve. The like believe. the the hardware. Plus the software like really makes an incredibly immersive experience. Like the audio sounds so uh, like three D to where like uh, it just feels like you're like in whatever warehouse or whatever, and there's like giant robots smashing down, and it really looks like like we're in we're we're in my living room, but it felt like I was in like a large room. And the way like the 3D sound happens through the headphones, it sounds like you can you can hear like robots and big machines like moving far away. That's how like the so PS5 immersive. integrated sound is for oh, the yeah, Pulse headset. Really? It, it, playing Miles Morales like that was really cool because it felt yeah. like you were uh, zipping past traffic and stuff. It was, it was, it was yeah. pretty neat. Imagine oh, that man, with I like need to get those. <laughs> there are ninety nine bucks and they're not hard to find anymore. They were so hard to find when they first yeah. came out, yeah, but they they, well, people yeah. have stopped buying them like crazy. Yeah, now you have to have a PS five to use them anyway. So like, and no one can get a PS five, so they probably, <laughs> over, they probably overproduced it. We're having some weird microphone things today. Yeah. 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 Ooh, and a big ass the car. Big ass truck Pardon outside. my awful white trash neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> Why do they gotta be white trash? Because they are. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> Just oh, kidding. Man. They are. <laughs> All right, uh, <laughs> Travis, what are you on? Oh man, I've been on a few things this uh, week. Um, play a little more Disco Elysium, but not too much. Um, I've kind of got sidetracked because Pokemon Unite came out. 
Um, for those of you who do not how, know, how is that? It's not bad. It's definitely more of a League of Legends like, um, but they give you like there's 12 characters within all the different like things they have. You could potentially unlock most of them. Uh, there's um, seven hundred over seven hundred Pokemon, and they only have twelve. Yes, playable. and it's there. It's weird. So basically, you pick your uh, the final form Pokemon, and then you level up from the starter Pokemon through as you level up. Except Pikachu. He Except just, Pikachu. He just stays Pikachu. The yeah, whole time. I feel like they will make a Raichu thing, but it'll probably be a separate character. Probably like a Lolan Raichu. Yeah. Yes. Um. So they got Charizard, of course. Um. Slowbro, Mr. Mime. Um, this, like, pelican Pokemon from, like, the new games is, like, swallowing a fish. Um, the big, uh, crab with the big rock on it. Oh, a uh, Crustle? Yeah. And they, they, I know uh, they have, like, Talonflame and Snorlax. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Snorlax. Talonflame um, is such a dumb, uncreative name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Ninetales, Alolan Ninetales, Venusaur, um... Isn't, isn't the goal in this, like, you just, uh... You just uh, you collect, score goals. You, you, yeah, you collect energy <laughs> from killing like yes. wild Pokemon and other players, yes. and then you th- you collect energy in like a spirit <clears throat> bomb and you throw it yeah. into a basket. So there's you're starting inside like League of Legends, and there's two goal posts besides your main one, and you fight like trash mobs, you level up and stuff, and then you like save it up like Squadron Scramble, and then you uh, go to the goal and you have to like uh, you have to charge it up and shoot it in, but if someone comes in and hits you, then they block the goal. Um, basically, so you try to. They all have hit points, so after a certain amount of points, it disappears, and you get closer to their goal. There's a couple other mobs in the middle that give you like bonus speed or shields, or you can kill like a Rotom, and like it goes, it goes to their base and disables their ability to block it, and you get bonus points. And then you can fight Zapdos, and it does the same thing. Yeah, there's like, like legendary Pokemon that appear. Yes. Yeah, and if you fight people, you can steal their points. It's pretty cool. And there's like uh, attack, defense. Like all arounders and stuff. I play Slowbro. It's pretty fun because you can like surf on people and like telekinesis them. It's pretty fun. I, I it's free. I'll, I'll have to download Do it, it because can, I, I really enjoy. Yeah, MOBAs. we can. We can free. easily play with each other. We can yeah. all play together because there's Switch? five on five. Yes, yeah, on Switch. Yeah, so, yeah. and, and it, it will be on phones mm-hmm. starting in September yeah, as well. It's five v five, huh. and there's a three on three mode too. Yeah, and there's there's a four okay. on four mode too. Yeah, there's a. Uh, there's, it depends there's, on what map you choose. Yes, ranked is five on five. Then there's a four on four like random battle. Then there's three on three battle mode. I watched a bunch of videos on this. It's pretty cool. I would recommend it. It, it. it considering like what it is, I wouldn't buy into anything. But like, it's not bad. It's pretty easy to pick up. Is I it really free? enjoy it. It's free. Yeah, wow. it's microtransaction thing. Yeah. It's like League of Legends. So yeah, but yeah. If you do all the welcome stuff, you can get at least half of all the Pokemon, and then they do. Uh, the free like ones you can just pick from. It's free, play. but they know you're gonna spend yeah. some money on it. <laughs> and then, yeah, uh, watch me. I played a little bit of Enter the Gungeon. You know, that's a pretty fun. That's a good light. game. I saw it's you so were playing fun. that this morning. Huh? I did not play it this morning. Actually. Really? I, think uh, I, logged into my, my... I logged into my PS app and it said you were playing. Um, Travis, we know, I don't know. you have it, a problem. I may have, I may it's, have accidentally selected it, but I did not play that. Unfortunately, it's it's not accurate, dude. I I, I one time. I was over at Corey's and I saw myself logged in and I was like, that's not... Shauna could have been playing games yeah. on your account. I don't, I don't um, and then I don't finally, I've been like trying to use that uh, virtual console on the Switch a lot more. So I started playing Donkey Kong Country, beat through Donkey Kong Country. Mm. Now I did kind of save a little bit. I didn't like... Uh, like, like I, if I would, like, I got through most of it, but there's a couple parts where I just rewound because I'm not, it's no, just like, time, you know, like, man. No, like, cheated a little bit. 
There's this game's no. Hard. I, I'm, I'm not going to shame you in, 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 in using that. I use that feature all the time. But I, I beat the levels. I like didn't like do what I just basically saved time. And then Donkey Kong Country Two is a lot harder and yeah. Surprisingly, so far I haven't had to use that feature as much. When you get to like the final two worlds in Donkey Kong Country Two, they just put thorns and yeah. bottomless pits in every yeah. fucking level. And those bees, yeah, it's like those it's bees just, it, that it, fly it, around in circles. It feels sometimes it feels impossible, like the minecart yeah. levels in the last. Ooh, level they like, they throw some curveballs. Those are pretty fun. Like I do like the levels. Donkey Kong Country True has a lot more gimmicks that are more enjoyable. It's like got their, more interesting level yes, design for sure. Spike you can tell it's a, it's area. a step forward in every way. Yes, the music sure. is great, and I like the the balance between Diddy Kong and Dixie is a little better than Donkey Kong and Diddy because Diddy Kong is basically better than Donkey Kong and Donkey Kong Country One. Just it, you can fight, you can hurt enemies more, but like the the your movement is so much more hindered. It just it, because yeah. he's, just, he's just bigger and slower. Yeah, you know? so I, I I always I just played Diddy Kong the first one, and I oh man, it was really fun. I never had beaten it all the way through, so it was I nice. I haven't beaten the second one either. Second one I have right. not yet, but I'm still going through. So hopefully by the time we talk about uh, it at some point, I will be ready. <laughs> but yeah, I guess uh, let's um dive into the meat the juicy meat of this episode yeah it's been stewing we've been waiting for it yeah, it's done marinating yeah <laughs> so yeah well since i guess i am the host this evening i'm going to uh give the honors of the first pick to uh andy here oh curveball he didn't go first i'm pretty confident no one's picked my first pick so Mm, That's how right. confident he is. Well, all right. cocky. You're getting cocky. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I could. So, oh man. Yeah. Okay. So I could do. I could. I could go with a, a classic now. Something obvious, like we just talked about, like the best, <laughs> the best video game soundtrack ever, uh, Donkey Kong Country. But we kind of already touched on that, so I guess I'll, I'll. I'll go with my my first curveball because I'm already a little drunk and a little bit high. And I think you guys will actually really dig this music. It's crazy. So I'm going to reverse engineer a little bit. This is like late stuff. Xbox original. Uh, I remember staying up real late. Summer nights. On summer vacation, <laughs> scared in the basement of my dad's house, listening to Eamon Tobin's. Ready? Eamon Tobin. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a drum roll. <laughs> Splinter Cell Chaos Theory. That dude, that dude. dude, like I was just like spit it out already, man. <laughs> you like that? I was listening to episode five, and I saw, I, I heard that I drug it, one of the my my things out. So I was like, I'm gonna. Is that gonna be that gonna be your thing now? Thing, that oh, and changing the topic immediately <laughs> seems to be something. That, <laughs> like. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, hey. What's about? Here's what happened to me today. <laughs> yeah. Is there uh, any particular track yeah, that, yeah. that you like? The, 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 um, okay, I think 
I mean, okay, the thing about... Alright, play the the stealth one. The Sodo... <laughs> Koku... Kokubo Sosho. It just sounded like Kokubo a Sosho. A string of random noises. But it really <laughs> played that. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's my jam, man. I played okay. on touch tunes at my local dive bar. This is. Okay, so this is Xbox One. Or not Xbox One. Xbox Original. Whatever the fuck. <laughs> the first Xbox. Just Xbox. But it's. It's uh, Eamon Tobin. It's like, it's crazy, dude. This is, he does electronic music, and I remember listening to this and being like, what kind of music is this? And then later, in college, like, wanting to find more about electronic music, seeing Eamon Tobin's name and stuff, and being like, oh, that's the guy who made scary music when I was in uh, high school. I would play this game and be like, What, what kind of uh, electronic music does he, does he do? like trance or like techno? Uh, dude, he does like kind of experimental bass techno. This is pretty cool. But yeah, it's like, it's like beyond like, it's like full on like cinematic and and what's really cool about it is like it was like early xbox uh you know i mean it's xbox original so it was able to do like full uh like cd quality recording yeah yeah yeah. and so the xbox the original xbox actually had a, a really impressive really impressive sound capabilities with fully fleshed out yeah. Surround sound and stuff. It, play- it was way ahead of the PS2 and the GameCube oh, for totally. sure. Totally. In the very small amount of games that actually like incorporated the ability to put a custom soundtrack in. Yeah, and yeah. also there were a lot of games that had like actual dynamic surround sound. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. This game like also does one. Of- okay, I'm gonna turn down a little bit. It's so <laughs> cool. Rocket though. rolls too loud. It's. It's really neat. It kind of this song kind of evokes like a jazz noir type. Yeah, you know, that's what sneaky the, stuff. Yeah, you're 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 like gliding around it like a night vision, like in infiltrating and all this stuff, and uh, it's just like it, it just it was one of the first games that had like full yeah like I guess like we kind of jump from like N64 and Dreamcast to Xbox One and, and, and PS2, but like this was like, this is like full, I mean there's like dozens of instruments, like full uh, like orchestra kind of, you know, like capability in a game and it seamlessly goes from like one did, thing to another. Did it use like uh, stems, music stems like a lot of games do now? Yeah, yeah. I think That's so. pretty ahead of its time, for I, sure. I think... When did this dude? What what system was this for? PS2 for Xbox. Xbox. Xbox, and I so, think it came out on PS2 as probably well. Probably sounded so, worse so like, on PS2 though. Yeah, so well, I mean, it definitely was a port because Spinal Cell was exclusive for the Xbox for quite a while. Was it? Yeah. Okay. It was like I, okay, the thing. So. It was, yeah, dude. It was so cool. Like Chaos Theory is like pinnacle of Splinter Cell. The game was. At least, I don't know, I had so much fun with this game. Is it like a, you know, I've never played any of the Splinter Cell games. It's like, is it like a stealth-based shooter, or? 
Yeah, I mean, it's like, you're like, it's like third person. It's kind of like Hitman, one of the Hitman games you ever played. Oh, those. okay, yeah. yeah. I suck at Hitman. I, I suck so at I any pro- like stealth-based game. It's more, it's more like immediate than the the Hitman games where you're like, that that one's a little more methodical and like. Splitter Cell yeah. has like room for a uh, little bit of a chaos. Yeah, Splitter Cell's more like a puzzle. More aggressive. Yeah. As opposed to. Hitman, which is more like sandboxy puzzle, where there's multiple exactly. things you can do, like kind of like uh, it's yeah. a weird, uh, weird comparison, scribble knots or something like that. Scribble knots, where you have good. many different like ops, like there's many ways tools. to solve the same yeah, puzzle. the same puzzle, but yeah. like this one, you're in like basically a hall or a complex, and you you have different. Exactly. It's like a kind of like a traditional two Probably more scrolling akin game. to like the Batman stealth yeah, exactly. segments yeah. in the Arkham yeah, yeah, yeah. games. Arkham, yeah. yeah, the Arkham games it's definitely are like, a game. It's definitely, I feel like inspired. I by feel it. like yes. I actually have played a bit of Chaos Theory. Dude, it's so. I might fun. have like played a demo of it. It was but ooh, it, most likely because if you got really those Xbox magazines, man. You have <laughs> yeah, them those, there. Yeah, the magic XBLA. of demo discs. The, like what, what, we'll what, have to dedicate what, a whole episode to the demo discs, like PlayStation Underground demo ooh, discs. Ooh, Nintendo Power. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I would love to go back and play this game. I was thinking about this on the way here. Like, I wonder if it's a like how it would play now because I holy I, moly, this song has changed pace a dude, whole lot. That's what I'm saying. It's the, all over the place. It's cra- It's like full on like. Now it's just like, like cinematic, like frenetic jazz drums. Yeah. But it, it feels it's, like you're like you're escaping, but you don't want to get noticed while you're escaping something. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that feeling you get whenever you're walking up the steps in the middle of the night, and you feel like you know nothing's behind you, and you're like, "Oh shit, what if someone's behind me?" And you start running up a little faster. <laughs> you yeah, scare yeah. yourself. I, I do that all the time. <laughs> is it Amon Tobin or is it Amon? Is it A M O N? It's A M O N. I believe that's pronounced Amon. Amon. It could be Amon though, or I don't know. It's. That's Midwestern. He's definitely like European of some kind. Let's (laughs) listen to the song uh, "Battery," a (laughs) fourteen-minute version of this. Is it also from? This is from Chaos Theory. Okay. Yeah. um, Man, that song was really cool. Yeah, that song song, is all over the place. It kept getting crazier. The longer you listen to it, the the more hectic it felt like it was getting. I love games that can really enhance your... uh, When when a game soundtrack can enhance your emotions uh, in the... uh, Like when you're playing the game. Like things that can make you feel tense. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. I mean, that's... I'm not into like the Doom music, Ooh. the new Doom music. I'm not into that like normally, but when you're playing the game, it is so appropriate. So it really yeah. gets your heart pumping. There's like, definitely yeah. the trap dubstep style. <laughs> <laughs> those those, those uh, composers are that can like create a soundtrack that is purely for the enjoyment of the game. Like yeah, some people can get yeah. enjoyment outside of the game, but like the fact that you're it enhances your play like. Is very important. Devil May Cry is one of the biggest examples of that, like because it's just screamo death metal the yeah. entire time. Yeah. It's like it's industrial like, stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's like nothing I would ever listen to on my own free time. But when I'm playing Devil May Cry, especially like Devil May Cry four and five and DMC are all really really good games, and it, like 
the the crazy screamo soundtrack like the shit i would never listen to ever in my own free time just enhances that feeling so mm-hmm. much of just like it makes you feel like a rock star badass when you're com- like completing like 500 hit combos yeah that that that's okay this dude aman amen tobin does the same sort of thing with like matching the energy of Splinter Cell, but like in the reverse, where like it'll be like so somber in times, and uh, and then like uh, y- you'll get caught, and then the the track will change suddenly, like you heard, and that that what that's is just it? like so uh, so masterful, man. What is that? Look, I I know a lot of games like have used that technique recently especially but i can't remember the name it's like dynamic something the name for it yeah i mean i just know it as musical stems yeah where they record segments of music that are all designed to go together but are separate pieces yeah final fantasy 7 remake did that with uh like especially it was most noticeable whenever you're traveling through the tunnel to like uh oh that underground tunnel yeah the way it works is it's Mm -hmm. just um separate tracks that crossfade that crossfade and the like, seamlessly too yeah like, they, yeah yeah it, it's really cool how they do that stuff that's crazy man a lot of games that's do amazing. it and red dead the first red dead redemption did it really yeah that yeah is. whenever you'd like be riding your horse and all of a sudden like you'd hear if when you start when you start running you'd start hear the music to pick up a little bit and then when bandits come to chase you down the music will shift and really pick up and pace. Yeah, yeah. A lot of games do it. It's a pretty common thing now, but so, it's cool. Spl- yeah. Like Splinter Cell, this Splinter Cell did that like back in like what, like two thousand, like <clears throat> probably like two thousand three, like or maybe yeah. four, five probably or seven, five or six, probably yeah. would be my guess. guess. Like, yeah. So yeah, late, later into the Xbox's life cycle, mm. the original but, Xbox. Well, no, no, you're right. The uh, probably like yeah, two thousand three, two thousand four. Yeah. Five. All right. Nick what, do you, what, do you, what do you what do you think it is? Uh, two thousand and Ryan three. I'm gonna go with three. Andy five. Two thousand five. Want to go with um, November two thousand three. <laughs> Travis Ryan, you're both wrong. Damn. It was two thousand five. Yes. <laughs> it was March of two thousand. Wow. So that was like at the cusp. Like it's like at the it's, it's the end of the original wow. Xbox because yeah. the right. uh, Xbox right. 360 came out in 2005. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Okay. With cameo oh, in the November. Best game ever. Cameo November elements of power and uh, perfect and perfect dark. dark zero. Oh my. Oh, oh my. my. Two rare rare like games. Sense. I think wasn't cameo a rare rare. They're yeah. yes. both of them were rare. Yes. yes. Cameo was uh, going to be like the concept was meant for Banjo and Kazooie, but. They changed it to oh, yeah, like be more right. modern. This this yeah, song wanna... is overriding anything yeah, I could think it about crazy. right now. It's so it's so crazy. Well, he's like okay, he's like a DJ and techno guy, and then he was like asked to do the the Splinter Cell uh, soundtrack. So he like he I don't know. It's kind of like uh, like the Devo the Devo dude doing soundtracks. You know like. He had like another job, another thing, and they're like, "Oh yeah, you want to do this?" And he brought like all this weird shit, like this weird like electronic music that he does. Well, Splinter Cell was done by uh, 
fuck. It was done by Ubisoft, right? Yeah. So it was probably done by one of the European uh, branches. Which yeah, would make I think sense. So. Yeah. Because they're all into that. Because I know they have a bunch of different branches, like in Europe, Canada, America. They're all into it. They are a little bit yeah. of different uh, flavors to their. Because I know Assassin's Creed's kind of like a split between the North America, or not North America, America and Canada's, like uh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. branches. They like, kind of go back and forth. Eamon uh, Tobin's he's he's Brazilian, oh, so it's probably shit. Aman. Amon Tobin or something like that. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Um, I'm so... Nick I'm so, speaks Portuguese. So uh, Midwestern. Yeah, like, Eamon yeah. Tobin. But he did music for um, that uh, show Top Gear. Really? <laughs> oh, sweet. What? Yeah, wow. a lot okay. of his... They say a lot of his samples and stuff are used in that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at... He did, he did a couple Splinter Cell games, it looks like. Oh, man. I just remember, like... That that summer, two thousand five, right before three sixty came out, I played the shit out of that game, and I was like, "Whoa, dude, this like jumping from previous generations of, mu- of games and stuff, like it was like so immersive." And I was like, "Really, that game is so good. I, I really want to try it now, see like how it would play." I bet you it. I bet you it holds up. I mean, I'm looking at the comments on these songs, <laughs> and a lot of people are saying Chaos Three is the best Splinter Cell game that ever came out. Too bad it sucks now. It's never going to be like that again. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, well, dude, all the other ones are not. That was the peak of, of Splinter Cell. Yeah, once the to uh, 360 and uh, PS3, I feel like it, yeah. you know divided. It was a different Conviction atmosphere. Conviction was though. not good. Double Agent. Double Agent. Trash. I heard Double Agent was better than Conviction, but yeah. but you know you can't you you can't you, you just can't beat those first three. Yeah, yeah. These these songs are really dynamic. This is the same song. This is this We're, is Battery still. Yeah, yeah this crazy. is Battery. <laughs> not not to be confused with Metallica's Battery. <laughs> but yeah. Well, no, yeah. Definitely We're, not we're about eight battery. minutes into this song yeah, and it. Feels that, completely different from when it started, yeah. which is yeah. really cool. It's amazing. Like, yeah, it sounds it, like three or four different songs. I'll have to check this out. It's super pretty good. Yeah, he, is there that dude a, makes wonder, it really Is there a way to music. play Chaos Three if you don't have an Xbox? I, I wonder. Uh, uh, the original Xbox is notoriously hard to emulate. Uh, what do you well, just I get have, the original game and put it on the new Xbox system? Boom, yeah, get a new it. Xbox and then buy an old Xbox well, game. Considering it's a first it. party, yeah. you could probably just get the X Bone and then like be it, able to do reverse play. Uh, if you can get an Xbox One Series X or Series S, like that'd be great. But like, uh, or Xbox Series X or Series S, not Xbox One. Uh, well, the Xbox <laughs> Ones though, they they have reverse uh, capabilities too. It just depends on the update and the firmware. Yeah, they but they don't have as much backwards compatibility. Yeah, but I feel like that would be one of the ones that would because it definitely would be a it would I guarantee you that was reverse compatible to 360 and I feel like most oh, of those yeah. are definitely compatible with the Xbox One. Well, this is original Xbox though. I, I know. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. You can play it on the 360 from because not all oh, the Xbox One game okay. or ex- original Xbox games can be played on the 360. Yeah. And I feel a lot of that was because of the firmware. So I feel I, that was a more popular title. So I think you could. Your best bet in the end would probably be just finding the original disc and having one of the current-ish consoles yeah. for the Xbox. Or Steam. Oh. I wonder if it's on Steam. It might That'd be, be cool. That would be nice. 
That would be the only <laughs> other option, probably. As as an adult, I'm a lot more open to first-person shooters than I was, or third-person shooter third person. games and tactical mm-hmm. games. Yeah, just that that style of like more realistic aesthetic games. Yeah, I didn't like those as much as as a kid. I had to have like colorful, cartoony anime type oh, stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I I'm, a, I'm a Nintendo too. boy. I grew up with Nintendo, <laughs> so that's what I... I mean, I still look for that in games. I, I love that, too. Sometimes, but, oh man, sometimes if I just get, like, good... That game has amazing mechanics, or at least at, at the time it did. Like, it was just, like, really cool. Like, it gave you lots of options to how you would take, uh, like, a, you know, complete a mission. You could... You could be more brutish and like. Uh, you could just like be gun loud. run and gun your way through it, or you could yeah. just like stealthily like. Yeah, you could use yeah exactly. finesse. Exactly. <laughs> and and the music would would kind of like move dynamically through like your whole experience and. Yeah, uh, and listening to the co-op. songs, listening to them on. Oh yeah, it does have co-op. Doesn't yeah, it? Dude, listening the to these like as just tracks is cool, but I bet you, yeah, in the game it, it's probably a whole different experience. Yeah, that's, that's the thing I definitely take uh, as a measure of quality when it comes to a music like a game composer is when you notice the music while you're playing it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. When if, it's just if you, not if like, you take note of yeah everything, including the music. Yeah, that that. It, that's it makes a, a big difference. Yeah. There's a lot, especially with modern games, I feel like a lot of the soundtracks, they've adopted more of like a movie cinematic score type thing. <laughs> yes, that's definitely and, where a lot uh, of it's gone. It's hard it, to it, tell. It, yeah, a lot of it kind of, especially with like the Spider-Man uh, soundtrack, yeah. it sounds like a superhero movie soundtrack and yeah. it just kind of is forgettable. It's more at least formi- to me. Formulaic. Yeah. yeah. It's more formulaic than it was just because, like kind of generic. I love how many times we hear uh, cans <laughs> clicking. Yeah, get used to it, viewers. Uh, for viewers, Listeners. if yeah, you hear a can click, beer, you need to take a shot. We, yeah, or take a hit. Or yeah. a hit, yeah. Whichever. An e-breed of choice. Yeah. Or if you're not doing those, get the fuck out. Hold your breath. Just yeah, kidding. yeah. If you can't get high any other way, just yeah. hold your breath and duck, crouch down, and stand <laughs> up really fast. Yeah, really fast. Sale. Or yeah. drink them. Yeah, Jankum. You could do some you whippets. Always got yeah. <laughs> Don't do whippets. I got some brewing right now. We'll be ready by the next episode. <laughs> yeah, uh, just, just jankums and, and whippets. That's all we do. Jankum whippets. Jankum oh, whip. If you yeah. loaded some Jankum gas into like a little cartridge Whoa. and huffed it. Yeah, yeah. We just mix it with a CO2 cartridge. Ooh, yeah. What is this, 2002? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are we, in eighth grade? What is this? Dude. Did, did, do you remember when people would like uh, choke themselves? Yeah, the choking game. Kids yeah. died doing that. Oh, uh, there were a bunch of kids who died playing that game. Really? Yeah. Damn. Not surprising. I remember seeing kids in the bathroom in, in like sixth grade being like, "Check it out. <laughs> you can get high." It was just and do this. That's why I didn't use the bathroom. It's yeah, and kids would just like pass out on the ground. Like, well, yeah, that it does not look like it looks time. horrible. It looks it, horrifying. Yeah, it doesn't. Nothing about it is. <laughs> nothing about it is uh, uh, luring. I guess. Hold on, hold on. We got We gotta listen to this. Dude, yeah, the, this is like beyond like game music. You know, it's like this. 
It's, it's really cool. I'll have to like go through and just listen to this soundtrack. It's on vinyl too, apparently. Well, you gotta get it. I was going to. Also, Donkey Kong Country is on vinyl. There's a bunch of game rips being put on vinyl now. Yeah. I doubt the quality is very good, but it's cool that people are bothering to do that. Dude, I'm all, I, I have Demon Souls on pre-order. That sounds. Nice. That soundtrack doesn't seem like the one that I'd want to listen to on vinyl because it's like all like depressing atmospheric music. It is. <laughs> That's not not one I would want to listen to on vinyl because it would just make me like feel like I'm playing that game. Like, oh, <laughs> PTSD. God. Yeah, it would stress uh, me just out. Just get really mad. Yeah. It's sad Fuck. music that makes you stressed out because you can just imagine yourself getting stabbed in the back by something you didn't notice. By a skeleton. By so or two skeletons. <laughs> or, yeah. Or maybe a ghost <laughs> that you don't have the item or to like consume and attack ghosts off. with. <laughs> I, oh, accidentally walking off a staircase and just like off the side of a staircase yeah. with no rail and just falling and <laughs> no! taking well, a yeah, lot rolling. of fall damage, yeah. or, or just like watching your yeah, like when you're attacking oh, no. something and you just fall off a cliff <laughs> nope. and yeah. that's it. You have to restart. You lose all your souls. That's it. Just, and you can you, like your soul spawns <laughs> in an area that you can't get to without clipping or breaking the game. Like it's so stupid. Yeah. But, but that's that's not soundtrack talk. So fun. No. Yeah. So uh, I think we should probably move on and see uh, yeah. Mr. Ryan's pick. The Rhino's pick. My pick is not as obvious as uh, as Andy's. You know, you know, like because everybody's. Like, <laughs> it was just, very obvious. That's the first thing I thought of. Everybody's always listening to Splinter Cell music. <laughs> Constantly, like, I, like when I think of video game music, I'm like, oh man, it better not be Splinter Cell. <laughs> no. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Never gets Very old. Funny. Never oh, gets old. Uh, my my uh, <laughs> my game is uh, Mystical Ninja, Ooh. starring Goemon. For Nintendo 64. Oh. And it's a game that like you're probably gonna hear me bounce back to pretty pretty frequently uh but the music in this game first of all like this game has combined it's an n64 game that came out midway a little later in its life cycle and uh the the uh gameplay is like a fusion of like zelda and mario it's got the platforming elements of mario and then the puzzle solving of zelda together and the soundtrack in this game is just phenomenal it's one of the it's what like one of the soundtracks konami's konami's sound team in the mid to like mid 90s all early 90s i guess all the way to like early 2000s was just almost unbeatable in my opinion like turtles in time that's a perfect soundtrack perfect game and uh mystical ninja for uh all of them really uh, deliver very very great soundtracks, but uh, 64s is probably the, it's the first one I played, and it's probably the one that sticks out the most in my mind, especially the uh, uh, the the Go- Ghost Toy Castle uh, is like it's it's one of, it's like what the second dungeon I think you do in that game, and uh, that's like when you get you have four you have yeah there we go. <laughs> 
you have four characters in that game you can freely uh, freely switch between and in this one it's very Ebisumaru, the second the second character you get which you start out with uh, it's very heavy on him because it's when you get his ability to like get the camera and then shrink as well and you have to like shrink and explore uh, explore like hidden parts and, it, and it's like Metroid as well because like when you get these new abilities you have to go back to original places you've been and explore with your new abilities it's a it's a very very fun game that incorporates a lot of like the my favorite mechanics from many 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 Nintendo games it's like peak Nintendo uh, the soundtrack is really cool too each this of like main uh, like castles and or all the stages they have like stages of music so this is the first stage of that uh of the haunted uh the ghost toy the ghost mansion. toy castle yeah. yeah uh but when you complete when you complete one of them you go on and the music will change there'll be more instrumentation and stuff added uh, yeah um, each floor of the okay. dungeon like it like you get to the next floor it gets a little harder and then like the instrumentation picks up and just, there's like more percussion like right now yeah this is the part two this is this is part two of the yeah. See how there's like more stuff yeah, going yeah. on, and it does a really good job with um combining like traditional <laughs> Japanese style music with um like modern music. Like this has like kind of like a R and B new jack swing type uh, bassline. This really yeah, yeah. this really took advantage of like the Nintendo 64's sound card too. Like it, it, without using uh, like preloaded because they didn't have like CD quality music they couldn't like no they didn't they, yeah, could, so. they could they could use some of the cartridge data to put to, to good music and voices and stuff on there but it it, it t took up a lot of space those cartridges had very limited space and this game is amazingly short too like it's a it's only like six or seven hours if you're playing through it as casually like uh even backtracking and finding like because instead of heart pieces like in zelda they have lucky cats and if you get four of them you add another heart and you get more hits uh even with backtracking and finding all the lucky cats and collectibles and stuff like that the game only takes like eight hours to beat it's actually oh. really short and it's a really really silly even like uh, it's a, it's really silly story. Uh, it, like even like the translated version is much much different than the Japanese like the original Japanese story. But it's still both of them are just ridiculous. The whole premise of it is aliens are trying to blow up Japan to make a stage for their space opera that they can play. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's goofy. It's it's ridiculous and you drive a robot who is like a worldwide movie star. <laughs> you know what I love what? is that it has a um an intro sung by uh, Hirono Hirono Kageyama. Kageyama, the yeah. guy who did the Chala Head Chala. Yeah, he did the original Dragon what? Ball Z theme song and they got this guy to sing the opening theme for this. And I was like, "Whoa, a game with a theme song." My my <laughs> 9-year-old brain was blown. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it was it was really cool to, turn, especially for an N sixty four game when you yeah. voices were not very common until way later into the no, sixty four very sparsely had yeah. Voice this acting. game had this, and then it had 
I Am Impact. Which is the best song, and I stand by this. It's the best song in any game ever. (laughs) It's very uh, that song. That song gets stuck in my head. It's great. That will get randomly stuck in my head. It's just all sometimes. The guy who sings that does a bunch of like theme songs from animes in like Mm -hmm. the seventies and eighties. He sounds old whenever he. Yeah, he sounds like an older guy whenever he's singing in that song. I mean, you kind of have to. That's the kind of the whole. He's like theme he's, of the the song. He's like eighty now. Like he's pretty fucking old now. He was like fifty back then. So <laughs> he he did a song with Isao Sasaki, the guy who does uh, Space Battleship Yamato's theme yeah, song. Yeah, man, those guys. Uh, man, what was that name? They have a. I guarantee they have like a super group. Yeah, the of super all group. The, of yeah, like I know what you're talking yeah. about. Where it's all Genkai theme Power songs or something. Genkai something. I don't know. It's yeah. I can't it's, think of it off the top of my head, but yeah, they Hiro Kageyama and a bunch of other people who did a bunch of seventies, eighties anime, live action Tokusatsu or Super Sentai shows, like they, they all get together they and they all sing hang out and just yeah, sing and make together. Original <laughs> content. It's really cool. Man, what a time. What a time to be a uh, creative yeah. person. I can I can go all off topic about talking about uh, theme song singers. The uh, the traditional one singer, as opposed to the band promotion anime opening. Yeah, this game does like a really. It's also like does a pretty good job. Like there's a lot of like uh, atmosphere that they play. Like this this is like the very first. This this song right here is it's like, like when the you very ju- first. You really get into the game when you after you leave the first town and it introduces you to the actual world of the game. Yeah, it makes you feel like you're just like it, you're, you're on an you, adventure. Yeah, it makes you feel like you're a ninja on an adventure. Uh, oh mm. man, this <laughs> it's taking me back. I haven't yeah, played this game in a long time. I, I've beaten it several times in the last few years. It take, doesn't take too long, and it's just he's like one of my go-to like games I want to kill time with now. <laughs> Is there a, a legitimate way to play this right now? Uh, if you have an N64, <laughs> if you own the game, they yes. own this. Oh, that's it. You can't. There's there's no, no streams, like re-release no of it or anything. No. Yeah, no. So. But barely well, came out over here in the first place. It's Konami. So and Konami only makes pachinko games and licenses yeah. their games out to mobile games now. So like the best chance of a new game coming out is probably like an Apple. Yeah, an iOS game. game. Yeah, because yeah. they just did the uh, Contra Returns. Yeah, they'd exactly. rather Which is also Konami. Yeah, yeah, they really lent out their IP to someone else to make their own game. Yeah, they're just done. They're done fucking up, I guess. <laughs> Even though Konami is pretty solid as a game developer and sound developer, some people like, live to see their company become the hero, and some people <laughs> live to see their company just make pachinko games. Travis, are you gonna take a shot of this hot sauce? Oh, this will be the second one, actually. Oh. Like one earlier. He's just been he's been oh, drinking out straight out of the that? bottle. Which one is that? Is that the ghost pepper one? This is the uh, Hellfire Bourbon Habanero Ghost. Yeah, this Ooh. this episode was sponsored by Hot Ones. Yeah. Sean Evans. <laughs> Sean Evans. Yeah. He gave us. Yeah, thank you, hot. Sean. Yeah, thank you, Sean. Well, mashed potatoes. Thanks, Sean. Person, good friend of ours, Sean. Mm-hmm. Friend, call, of the, friend of the show. Yeah, what, friend of the high school. Is, he'll get on this show. We'll, we'll we'll get a hot ones interview with Sean Evans. <laughs> that's that's the goal. We have the yeah. game Patre- here. The Patreons can yeah. give us money to get yeah. that goal. Yeah, it can happen. happen. Oh man. Is there besides I am Impact? Is there? Uh, you said Ghost Toy and then Zazen Town. Zazen. 
Yeah, uh, Zazen Zazen. I think it's Zazen Town, but like this one is more. It's a. It's like uh, a town you visit, so it's a lot softer and a lot more traditional Japanese. And this one just like. It's I've always really liked this song. Yeah, too, yeah. Yeah, it's a. This is. I believe there's not much to do in this town when you get there but there's like you have to back there's a lot to backtrack to so when you get more abilities the town opens up a lot more uh but i think this is right after you get yai i haven't played it in a long time so yeah. I, tell you. I remember all the music because i've listened to this soundtrack a lot but i do not know oh uh, this is uh this is on super nintendo this in is 64. In 64, oh, okay. actually, yeah. And this is the same guy who did all the music for Ace Attorney, and he was like a Ooh, supervising nice. producer for uh, for Resident Evil, the new ones. Uh, this is Yasumasa Kitagawa, uh, but he most he's most famous for uh, he's most famous for uh, the Ace Attorney series because he's the composer for ah. the, most of the Ace Attorney games, or at least the newer ones. That's uh. That's From two Konami things you said Capcom. that reference one of my game choices. Wow. Wow. He, wow. He, wow. He actually wow. does a lot of... Wow. Wow. He does more Capcom. That's got to be a drop is the wow. Owen Wilson. Wow. 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 Everybody all wants wow. Wow. Like and subscribe and send us your best Owen Wilson impression. Wow. Yeah, he does He does more Capcom than Konami now. <laughs> Where'd all the files go? <laughs> Inside the computer. In the computer. In the computer. <laughs> all right, Nick. Uh, I guess now's a good good time as any. Uh, what soundtrack would you like to talk about? So the first soundtrack I want to talk about is a Game Boy Advance game. It, it's never been localized here, um, but is I, I played the English translation very recently. And I can tell you, it lives up to all the hype. It deserves the amount of outrage for it never being localized. It's um, Mother 3, the sequel to Earthbound. Nice. Don't know. <laughs> you don't know. Uh, I don't well, know the music of that. I, I've heard of... It has... I've never heard the music. The music, it, it, it's all over the place. It was composed by the guy who did um, Smash Brothers Melee. I think his name is Whoa, Shogo no Sakai. Shit. Okay, but it does a good job of emulating, or imitating uh, mm -hmm. Hip Tanaka's style from Earthbound. <laughs> Hip Tanaka is a one-of-a-kind guy, that's for sure. Yeah, if you haven't listened to the Earthbound music, just go to YouTube. Yeah, I'm only... www.youtube uh, slash <laughs> Earthbound <laughs> music. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm, uh, I'm getting high right now. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, um, it's Shogo Sakai who did it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but if you've never played these, uh, the game deals with a lot of topics that are a little more mature than uh, it kind of lets off. Um, if you've seen the aesthetic of Earthbound and Mother 3, it's very like cartoony, simple pixel graphics. 
everything's really wacky and kind of funny and there's a, there's a bit of humor in everything but there's a lot of undertones because the game at its core it, it deals uh its main topic is loss and grief and how to get over uh you know the death of a loved one and and coping uh so it the, the game the the music does such a good job of conveying that emotion while also having a lot of other tracks like there's every type of uh this is the um enter your name song here it's pretty cool <laughs> but yeah it, it, it the battle songs uh all have different styles different uh there's depending on like rock and roll there's into, like a, yeah. yeah there's like one that sounds like uh Kind of like a traditional boogie woogie rock song. There's some weird, more abstract stuff, waltzes, classical stuff. So it really does take a lot from Earthbound or from Mother Two or Earthbound. Except for all the samples that hit Tanaka's from all the songs. Wow, that's pretty cool. I've never actually played Mother Three. I really wanted to because I just like last year during the quarantine, I I beat Earthbound. And the music in that is pretty wild. And this I, I this listen, sounds very close. Yeah, he he does a great job of imitating uh, without completely. He doesn't like steal anything. There's only yeah. one or two tracks mm -hmm. in Mother Three that are from the other games. It captures the essence of his. Yeah, his, it definitely. Instead of just copying him outright, it definitely uh, captures that uh, pretty well. And what a fucking ridiculously hard game to play too. Hmm. Like the, the the battles in at least from from the original Mother or Mother Two, I guess. The battles in that are just like if you if you have not leveled up enough, you're fucked. Like <laughs> Mother Mother Three is a little more forgiving than oh. Earthbound. It, it it it's not as hard. Uh, and music is such a huge part of the experience. The battles actually have a rhythm. Uh, aspect to them. If you time, huh. if you time your button presses to the music, huh. um, you'll do extra hits. You can do 16 okay. hit combos if you time it right. Uh, Very Mario Luigi Superstar Saga. Kinda, yeah. When you when you put it when you put an enemy to sleep, you can hear mm -hmm. the rhythm of the music, the rhythm That's of the cool. button presses you're supposed to That's hit. Nice. That's cool. Okay. This is the song called Mom's Hometown, I've which is at the that. very beginning of the mm -hmm. game with um when Lucas and Klaus. Lucas's twin brother are mm. still together. So yeah, um, at the beginning of the game, Lucas and Klaus, their mother, gets killed uh, by uh, a, a, an angry dinosaur, basically. Oh, no. An angry, uh, but the, the dinosaurs are normally peaceful, and mm. the animals in the area are being spooked into being angry okay. by um, Porky's soldiers, uh, the pig soldiers. Okay. They're the ones that are, they're kind of fucking everything up mm. and spooking the animals, and they're getting experimented on, and things are really weird. But uh, yeah, so Lucas's mom dies at the beginning, and then Klaus goes to try to stop the Dragos, but he ends up falling off a cliff, and they and they they oh dang he's lost for the rest of the game. Like wow. the, the whole game, they're looking for him because they don't know where he is. Okay, yeah. And I don't want to without spoiling too much. Uh, I gotta say this game. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I don't normally get emotionally attached to a lot of games but the ending of this game made me tear up <laughs> mm -hmm. it is it it is so gut-wrenchingly yeah. sad and the whole game has like this somberness to it mm -hmm. behind all the silly stuff there's always a bit of 
that, sadness. That always to me, that's always the feeling I got out of the Earthbound series or Mother series was Mother it three very, particularly like, very hits like it very hits it hits home <laughs> it, <laughs> it hits, hits home hard. very much you know like I I don't know nothing about Zero but I know like the Earthbound Mother two is about home you know like. <laughs> It's like about your, you know, like in your friends oh, and like friendship and stuff. And then the other one has its message too. Like they're very like personal like stories that you can relate to, even if you don't relate to their circumstances, you know. But you can relate to it overall. Yeah. <clears throat> Yo, I'm sorry. And you're just in this regular <laughs> ass world, basically. Yeah. The game is so good. This this song here. It kind of reminds me of Spelunky. This does. It's, yeah, it Ooh, does. Yeah. It's, like the, it's like the first caves in, in Spelunky. Yeah, this is yeah. The, one of the first, like, forest areas that you run through. And you play as... So the game's set up in chapters. Uh, and mm-hmm. you play... For the first four chapters, you don't really play as Lucas. Well, chapter four is when you start really playing as Lucas. But in the first chapter, you play as, as Flint looking for Hinawa and Klaus... Hinawa is their mom, um, and Flint is ah. Lucas's dad. And uh, when he finds out that Hinawa has died, he goes nuts on the town. Basically, beats everybody up around because oh, no. he he, yeah, he freaks out it and has like an emotional breakdown. And for the rest of the game, he's stoic and distant from everybody, and always oh. always looking for Klaus. And uh, amidst all the weird shit, the the the, the town. That you grow up in, um, Tasmili, that Lucas lives in, throughout the whole game, changes. It goes from like a town where they give away everything for free, and everybody kind of lives harmoniously. Harmoniously, but then uh, Porky's soldiers and a guy named Facade show up and Porky. start introducing the concept of money ah. to everybody, and everybody starts becoming really into the idea of. Uh, using money for happiness they buy these things called happy boxes which are just tvs the whole there's a whole like a uh, anti-consumerism uh, message okay. going on at the same time while you consume oh, yeah. this game yeah yeah uh you, you can play as a monkey there's a chapter where he plays a monkey named salsa looking for his girlfriend but he's getting abused by by facade like being ch- there's a lot of reasons this game wasn't localized the when i played through it it's like okay like the animal abuse is uh, pretty heavily in the game because <laughs> of Facade and uh, the monkey Salsa and his uh, the monkey's girlfriend. I forget the, the, the female monkey's name, but they uh, he like shocks Salsa into in front of everybody and oh calls my. him names. Like yeah, he like zaps him with a with a shock collar over and over and over again. Um, but I think the big localization issue was with the characters, the Majipsies, which are like magical beings that they, they, they know like the prophecy of the planet and they know like what's gonna happen and they're, they, they teach Lucas his psychic powers, they awaken it within him. Ah. Uh, but they're, uh, genderless, they're, they're, they're transgender, genderless. I don't, I don't, I don't exactly know. They're they're non they're non-conforming, mm-hmm. non-binary characters. They're they're very femme, but they have like <laughs> they're feminine personality, but they have like stubble and like masculine physical features. But they wear dresses and makeup like and stuff. Uh, <laughs> like dwarves. Oh yeah, because even the females have beards. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
thank God, you meant like mythical dwarves. No, no, yeah, like the, the fantasy race dwarves. Dwarves with a V. Oh my God, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Here's another forest one. I want to play one more though before we before we move on. Yeah, take your time. Oh, man, the music in this game. Dude, so that that fucking hot sauce fucked me up. This one? Yeah. This wasn't too bad. Dude, it, it definitely fucked. tastes the the uh, the bourbon. Pass it over here. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a shot. Uh, okay, I want you're gonna, gonna be like a big shit. cool tough guy with it and be like, it ain't nothing. But my fucking. The tip of my tongue is on fire right now. I have not been able, like, oh, I cannot, I like, can't talk right now because it fucking burns. Which one did you do? The one, that one. The one I picked. <laughs> Which the, is probably. Bourbon habanero goes. We have three hot ones sauces here. <laughs> it's. I'm a pussy. I gave all it's, of it's, you. It's hot. No, you're, you're not wrong. Let to me say tell you, it's hot, but shit. It's... <laughs> it hit me on the tip of the tongue. And like every time I try to say words, I want to try that. Try ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, ooh, these are hot. <laughs> I gave you all. Okay, so I do the, I do the hot ones. Uh, monthly. That one's thing. a lot hotter than I thought it was gonna be. The Pepper X Classic. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, dude, it's Pepper X. That's smoking Joe or smoke. What's his name? Oh, I don't know. Smoking Ed Curry. Smoking oh, Ed. Oh, there it is. It's his Pepper X. Yeah, it, they do the classic. The classic oh. is like level one on hot ones, but he put Pepper X in it, which is like level ten. Spilled it on my pants. And then that the other one you have has the scorpion, and it's also I fucking hate scorpion peppers, dude. Actually, I, I quite like that scorpion pepper one. You like? Yeah, you, the scorpion pepper one. Yeah, really I got like, shit. I got a couple. We're oh, taking a break from that, talking about dude. music, and we're all passing hot sauce bottles. <laughs> I mean, listen to the music. It's a peaceful, restful time, and yeah, we're just yeah. eating like yeah, just, we're eating hot just sauce. Eat some hot this. sauce and listen to this. Smoke a bowl, eat some hot sauce, cry. chug a drink. But yeah, shot. see what I mean? That there's always this is the uh, love theme, but it, it's about uh, it's the theme of Hinawa, their mother. Uh, when she's a ghost, basically. It kind of reminds me of, uh, it does remind me a little of, uh, Final Fantasy IV. Like, uh, Rosa's theme? Kind of a little. Like, theme of love? A little yeah. bit. A little bit there. <coughs> Same. They teach that in Japanese, like, elementary schools. I don't believe it. They did, like, they teach that, like, piano, like, beginner piano music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this game, if you if you haven't played it... It's one I would say play any way you can. <laughs> I highly recommend finding the translation and checking it out. The translation is really, really good. Uh, they do a good job of not only translating it into English, but stylizing it and giving it a lot of personality. Hmm. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things about this game and the translation. It's amazing. To it the is point amazing. Where they try to give it to Nintendo. It's one of my favorite games that I've played this year so far. Hmm. So, so it came out on. Came in on Game Boy Advance in like 2005, 2006. US, 2006. US never, it never, never came. It's never been localized. Oh, there's been a lot oh, of there's okay. been a lot of fan outcry to get it to get localized, including um, what's his name, Terry Crews. What? Terry Crews tweeted, "Localized <laughs> Mother 3." <laughs> I'm gonna pay oh, Gilbert yeah, Gottfried dude. on Cameo to make a video about. Like a 10 second video about Mother 3. Be like, Localize Mother 3! 
<laughs> Lucas is my favorite character. <laughs> the characters in Mother 3 are really cool. Um, and there's even like a fake band. Uh, well, not uh, yeah. There's a band in the game that that has like a two minute performance that you just have to sit and watch, which is really cool. They Earth do Mound does too. Yeah. Yeah. They do like guitar solos. The one of the characters you get on your team, Duster, is supposed to be like the best bass player ever. <laughs> so is 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 well okay. Earthbound is Earthbound is mother. It's it's mother, mother two. two. Mother one. Mother, two. mother is for the NES, and that was localized as Earthbound Zero on like the, the Wii, Wii U. U marketplace for a short oh, while. Okay. It's like it's you still can, available. You can yeah you you can play it any way you can. It's available, but oh, so yeah. So Earthbound is yeah. Earthbound is I the only one that ev that actually got localized for a long time. It was the one we got, uh, and it was Mother Two, but Wait. they changed it to Earthbound because we didn't get Mother One. Wait. Okay. So I got the I got the <laughs> SNES Classic. Yeah. I'm Earth, playing Earthbound. Have, that's the second one, but you don't have to play any of them in any order because they're all separate stories. And okay. Earthbound Beginnings is. More or less a similar story, but more watered down, and yeah, it's an NES game, so it's not as good as Earthbound. Earthbound, uh, I got, I have it on my 3DS, uh, downloaded uh, from the marketplace, and uh, that's a pretty good way to play it. Uh, if you play it emulated, there's like it, it knows it's emulated, and it will make the last boss unbeatable. Like, it'll let you really? play through the whole game, but you won't get the satisfaction of beating it and getting to the ending because it makes the last boss unbeatable. There's yeah. also the mall segments <laughs> that's be harder, cool. too, because of emulation. Yeah, it, they make all, like, they, they make the whole entire game just a little harder. Yeah. Are, are you, wait, is Earthbound? Is Mother Two? Yes, and yes. that's what we've been talking about this whole time. No, we've been talking about Mother Three. <laughs> okay, Earthbound okay. Two. <laughs> yeah. Okay. If you're thinking Smash like, Brothers, are you uh, fucking kidding me? Like, I was like, I've never played this game before. <laughs> I thought you, I thought you uh, were just like. Listen to this sick bass talking. work. Yeah, I wrote that. <laughs> yeah, we're sitting here with Shogo Sakai. The the Game Boy Advance had a really good like sound. And it actually didn't. It had a really bad yeah, one. Well, this I is, mean, this like, is this is from okay, the I, um, game's memory. It's let a, me rephrase that. Considering <clears throat> it had a bad output, it had some it had some good like sound fonts to it and some pretty bitchin. Like yeah, it could play. Soundtrack. It could decently playback samples, but you could. <laughs> it couldn't natively Sorry. produce very no, many good no, sounds. No, the system itself no, was no, awful. The, the sound card, but the, the stuff produced awful. on it was fucking bomb. Dude, Some, not everything, but the stuff that was good was fucking bomb. Yeah, there's Tech some pretty good. Like Tactics uh, Advance has a really good soundtrack. Um, Circle Sonic, of the Moon. The, do the Donkey Kong Country Advance remakes had mm -hmm. a pretty good Sonic soundtrack. Advance. Sonic all three Advance. of them. Had, uh, all four Dude, of them had good So the music. Sonic is the first Sonic Advance has like it still sounds like almost eight bit though. Yeah, it's it, it it sounds pretty poor. But Sonic Advance two and three, the pinnacle of Sonic Advance. Sonic uh, Advance two is so good. Well, they're yeah. all good. All three of them are good. Three had the two player mode on it. Pretty cool. Yeah, it was neat. Um, but let's move on to uh, to Travis's first pick. You can uh, start that as soon as I start introducing mine. 
My first pick is uh, one of my favorite games of all time. And it's like the first game I ever owned. And uh, on the system I first ever owned was Super Nintendo. And uh, it's uh, Mega Man X. Mega Man. Wait, say it. Mega Man X. Mega Man X. This soundtrack, I was literally listening to this on the way over here. This soundtrack is a banger. I had to, like, choose... My favorite ones. It's one of the it's, few examples of the of the SNES having like a game having just a perfect soundtrack. Like not one of them is bad. Even the password input. Yeah. Song Dude, that this. song is that song's longer than so, any of the other songs in that game. It yeah, is. You never listen to it. You now, only, <laughs> so I was looking into the composers to the game. And so this was actually done by uh, five different composers. Really? So the main composer was Setsuo Yamamoto, which is, he was the main guy. He did pretty much every song in the game. He did the Rival School soundtrack, X-Men Apocalypse. He did Mutant Apocalypse. Yes. He's definitely very prevalent in that. So uh, he did that. Um, And then there's uh, four other ones that helped him finish it off. There was uh, Yuki Iwai, who did uh, Goof Troop, Aladdin, Street Fighter II, Turbo... Um, Toshihiko Horiyama did the password theme, which we're listening to now. Um, oh yeah, uh, Yuki Iwawa did Chill Penguin. Um, oh, that's a great. Oh, Chill guy. Penguin's one of my favorite yeah. songs. This guy did Mega Man and Bass. Um, Oshimuno, Oshimusha, Mega Onimusha Ma- Warlord. Ma- sorry. Mega Man and Bass, the game where Mega Man yeah. teams up with a fish. Yeah, fish. Yeah, he, <laughs> Base, actually, sorry. He, just, he just goes fishing. And then Apollo Justice, uh, Ace Attorney. Okay, so he probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's, that's super cool. And then uh, Yuko Takahara, who did uh, JoJo's Adventure fighting game on the PlayStation. The Capcom, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, Makoto Tomozawa, who did Resident Evil games and PNO3 and stuff. So, wow. Oh, uh, quite a shit. quite yeah. a sound team. All, I mean, all of them stayed... Most of them stayed with Capcom. Yeah, it was... So, technically, Good. it was done by Capcom's Alpha Lila group, who does a bunch of different stuff. So, Yokoshima Mura's in it. And uh, oh, what Yoko's in there? at some point she was in it. We could we could do a whole episode yeah. on Yoko Shimomura. So uh, zero yeah. zero's original yeah, song. Yeah, we played that first one. Um, yeah, this is like right after you like you're forced to lose against Vile, Vile. and then uh, Zero comes in and <clears throat> saves you. Yeah, this man. This is on. X, Mega Man X is on the uh, SNES Classic, right? Oh, yeah. Have yeah. you played this before? Yeah, yeah. <sighs> the wall yeah. jump mechanic hard, is such dude. a good addition to that game. It made the level design in Mega Man X so much different yeah. than the original ones. And the fact that they weren't all like still screens that panned over. Yeah, it was like one big screen for the most part. alternate routes sometimes. Like secret areas, alternate routes. I can, I've beaten Mega Man X 1 more times that I can even count. Right I've never now. beaten like, it. It's wow. just like it is just. Yeah, I've never beaten. I've it never either. beaten it. I got the uh, Sigma Stage Two, not Stage Two the level, but Stage Two boss, the boss. Boss. Oh, that's the easiest one actually. I, just, I was just too low. Lo- <laughs> like, I I struggled with the first one so hard that I never had the opportunity to really like learn the second one. So like, dude, listen to that guitar. Yeah. <laughs> This first stage has a. There's a lot soundtrack. of games that really, really misuse the emulated guitar mm-hmm. noise, but Mega Man X somehow makes it sound really it's cool. Iconic. When I hear this sound font, I think of this game. Like this game utilizes it so well that it's like, this is what I think of. This sound font is just phenomenal. Like, uh, first of all, like 
This is. I'm happy you chose this because if you if you wouldn't have, I would have. I feel like this 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 there's a hundred percent chance this game would have been talked about. Yeah, I was worried that you picked it because this this song is this no this this, this whole soundtrack is really fucking. Yeah, good. it's it's so it's perfect. It's a perfect SNES like soundtrack for every every level feels like exciting and different. This, and unique to each other. This intro go. level is really good at like setting the uh, kind of setting the mood for the rest of the game. It get, it starts off hard and energetic and yeah, and yeah, it sounds, gets you ready for everything else. The sound effects, like the you hear the char- you hear that chound oh. that charging noise. Oh so yeah, I love that to get the head open. Like the, you can like find a, uh, you could find a Dr. Light capsule. That can... We had more audio here, but we experienced some technical difficulties and lost it. For about twenty-five more minutes or so, we talked about Mega Man X, but all of that is lost. Just know that we think that soundtrack is pretty bitchin', and uh, we also lost our smoke break. So I will insert. A couple songs or maybe one or two to fill that space.
right, and we're back. We're discussing uh, favorite video game soundtracks. We're on Jason. our second park here. Ooh. So, yeah, let's uh, go ahead and uh, show uh, our second picks. Andy, uh, back to you. Jason. <laughs> Jason. Jason. It's Jason. That's his favorite soundtrack. That's my favorite soundtrack. Heavy Rain, Jason. <laughs> That, that, that hot track Jason from Heavy Rain. <laughs> Jason! 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 Oh and then he gets hit by a car. <laughs> Spoiler alert! <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's a good one. We want a 90s alert. TV show. <laughs> Season 2. That was good. Season 1.5. We have a mid-season shift. Yeah. Mid-season. <laughs> Episode six, we change things up. I heard, I heard in the last season, we were like, oh, we're going to be using these sound samples too much. <laughs> we switched them up. So, yeah. so we, we switched them up. <laughs> Spoiler yeah. alert. The samples have been switched. That's a spizzoil alert. <laughs> <Spizzoiler> alert. <laughs> All right, so yeah, man. What's uh, your second pick? All right. All right, so my first one was the curveball, because I knew none of y'all played. Right down the middle this time? <laughs> yeah. This one, like, if you've, if you've listened to all five, six episodes now, then you know what my favorite game is. What is it? You know. <laughs> Dude. From here on, on out. We're we don't even have to say it. We know. We know. The audience just knows. Play, just play the menu music. <laughs> There it is. Thank I like you. this version of the prelude. Um, it sounds different than any other version. It does. By the uh, way, it's Final Fantasy VII. Well, I mean, oh, yeah. who got yeah, to yeah. Uh, Mr. Umatsu? He got to uh, play with a bunch of new sound stuff, like whole new playground, yeah, live music. Yeah, like exactly. CD style. Yeah. It wasn't re like reserved to like the sound chip of the Super Nintendo. <laughs> this sounds. This soundtrack has some of my personal favorite video game songs ever. Like I, yeah. they, I could pick two or at least two or three that rise above <laughs> every other video game. Yeah. Oh God. This uh, soundtrack has a a song that was my first ever internet download. Oh, what song? Oh, did you get it off LimeWire? No, Kazaa? no, this was off the internet. It was a nice media version of uh, oh, <laughs> One Winged a, Angel. A MIDI of One Winged <laughs> Angel. Yeah, man. Oh, dude. I'm sure that sounded like shit. It was wonderful. Somehow that sounds so better intense. than the MIDI version. Like, like, Approximation. Doing it with your mouth sounds better than a MIDI version. <laughs> <laughs> Just as harsh though. Dude, we used to, we oh man. Put that on your SDL Punk or your uh, MySpace page. <laughs> For those of you not in the loop, we're talking about Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I meant to do Titus. <laughs> uh, it's it's, it's Titus. There we go. Oh, well, that's. Man, he, says that's it, the he's not a. He's not, he's not a comedian. <laughs> Titus. 
in Yuffie. Christopher Tidus. Wait, did you guys say Yuffie or Yuffie? You said Yuffie? When I was like, when I was younger, I said Yuffie. I did too. All right. You know. I said Yuffie. When I was a boy. Yeah, and I Bunch called of... him uh, Red Chi. R- what? Oh Shut the God. fuck up, yeah, dude. <laughs> didn't know yeah, those like no Roman Z. numerals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, I had to pronounce it literally. Red Z. Red so, Z. Do you have a particular song, Andy, that sticks out to you when you well, think about this game? What If you could pick one. I mean, the world... The world song well Corey and i would just the main like, theme of it yeah yeah well the world map like theme oh, yeah, the, it's, uh, it's, it's the main theme oh yeah oh, that's yeah. the opening that you were playing yeah but this is the world map now yeah. <laughs> and this gets sick like after a while we would just turn it on and and like i uh, i love this one especially and... the um distant <laughs> you'd wrestle to this song <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, <laughs> okay. I'm gonna tackle right. you. This, we would start this, off. We would start pumped. off role playing, and then and then it would turn and then it would become a fight. I'd be like, <laughs> okay, I'm Cloud and you're Sephiroth, and now I'm gonna and, <laughs> and you've got Eris, uh, and I'm about to do Omni Slash to you, okay? And then I would like just pile drive because i was also into wrestling so <laughs> kind of mix dude, those two a oh little my bit God. you know there there should be like a wrestling jrpg that would be fucking cool if it were like theatrical like professional wrestling but that would it was be just an like a 60 hour epic story i'm honestly <laughs> surprised that there's not something like that i know there's, there's just- like a Based off Kane and the Undertaker. Oh. I just mean in general, since in the, wrestling is pretty big in Japan. Yeah, I mean they have like the, the Captain Subasa sh- soccer mm-hmm. yeah. RPG. But, I mean, and there's stuff. an anime and manga game of almost everything else. So. Oh. Yeah, I mean, if they were to just take like Fire Pro Wrestling and make an RPG out of it, yeah. dude, that but, would be cool. Yes. Fire Pro so. Wrestling's ending is. Oh, for the Super Nintendo Super one. Super fucking sad. That the right. one in Super Nintendo, the the ending is the guy kills himself. Yeah, oh, you you oh. win, you you win, you beat Spoil- everybody. Spoiler alert. <laughs> the guy <laughs> kills himself. You beat everybody, and it cuts to a black screen, and it's just like you it you hear like a Super Nintendo sixteen bit gunshot, and then like shit. <laughs> Yeah, it's a really uh, bizarre ending to a very strange game. There's yep. a lot of like death and misery wow. in in that entry of the Fire Pro Wrestling series. Wow, huh. but Dude, that's a, that's a uh, game series I've never really got into. That's yeah, still same. going on. Yeah, it's super popular. For, yeah. for Final Fantasy VII, walking around on this overworld. Uh, the first part of it, I remember, like, it made me, like, like why the fuck am I out here? Because it starts out, like, super sad and somber. Yeah. And, like, and, like kind of, like, depressing. It's the way it starts. I'm like, what? Oh, man, I gotta get to the next town. Otherwise, this song's just gonna get sadder. But when you do listen to it, it's just, like, this part right, right here. Right here, right it's, here. It's a perfect representation of your emergence from Midgar, though. Yeah. Because you're, like... You're stuck in this underground area that you like. Most you, you're stuck literally under a city with no sunlight, natural light. Even when you go to the top level, it's nighttime. Yeah, because so, it's just overshadowed by like machinery. Yeah, and when stuff. you finally leave, and they've been building it up, it's like this mysterious like 
unknown worlds. Yeah. And so it's like really scary and like also crazy, exact. but then you like see it like unfold because it's your first 3D like overworld experience. It's like it, the song gets grander and yeah. grander as it goes on it until goes, until it completely shifts in yeah. tone. It goes yeah. through like several movements. Like it's, like it's a clear representation of the difference between. Because uh, Final Fantasy VI came out like a year and a half before, yeah. not even yeah. before Final Fantasy VII. They were both being worked on. It's like around like Final Fantasy VI was being finished at the same time Final Fantasy VII was being developed, and it's a clear representation of the difference in power of the two like generations. And yeah. Nobuo had to take a completely different. Uh, approach to developing a lot of the music in this game uh, in this game like he developed bits and pieces at a time and then pieced them together as they went on as they as he as it fit it's it's super interesting i love reading the history of final fantasy 7's music that is crazy to me man like to be like on that like like cutting edge of this technology and like trying to like you're a musician and you're like Okay, I can play guitar, I can play keyboard, but how do I translate that into binary? How do I play PlayStation? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, like... They had to... Well, okay, so in the older days, like for the NES and stuff, those often, they had uh, a type of uh, uh, music program called a tracker, and so the notes were lined vertically... Um, and the, it would scroll vertically, and it would be like A one two three four five six seven B one two three four five six seven. Those, it, it, and you'd have to put them in a certain order, and you'd have to do like tricks with the programs to get like echoes and reverbs and stuff. Uh, with the PlayStation, though, they could use at least real synthesizers and record them and put them in as long as they were, as long as they didn't take up too much space. So theoretically, they could have had full orchestra fully orchestrated soundtracks on PlayStation if it didn't take up enough uh, too much space. Yeah, which huh. is why like uh, the music is one of the reasons why Final Fantasy 7 was 3 discs long cuz uh, I mean the, the world data repeats mm. it's the same data on all 3 discs for the for the actual world. I mean I think even all uh, yeah. the I think yeah. even all the characters and stuff are all loaded <laughs> on every yeah. single disc. Yeah, you can oh, like wow. game shark Vincent on disc one, even though you're not supposed to get him until like late disc two. The only difference is the cutscenes and the music. Yeah, that they took up a large majority of it, and so it had to be three discs. And One Winged Angel was composed in such a way where Nobuo would compose a part of it, and then he would compose like another part and another part, and then he would like put them together and like he composed them all like completely separately and then put them together in a certain order that made sense to him like it like it was one of the most notoriously difficult songs for him to ever Nobu write umatsu is one of those prolific. gosh darn genius he, he is, really is he has been making music since the mid 80s and he's still doing it and he's self a self-taught musician yeah we like, could do a whole episode on him like yeah the this, like this song, oh, this the, the Mako Reactor is this was in my top scary. five favorite Final Fantasy songs. Yeah, it's I, so uh, emotionally charged and dystopian, it's and good at it's yeah. like so the, good. It's good at adding the tension that you're supposed to feel 
when you're in this because like you're you're bringing down a corporation like. and it has a lot of the iconic tones of this um whole soundtrack it's got a bit of like the orchestra stuff going on it's got a lot of like the uh the bells yeah that ding and dong in the background but it also has some like weird you know new final fantasy electronic stuff in the background yeah the, the, yeah, sounds, the whole thing is so like good. so fluid where it's like a cohesive piece where you're like I don't know it just really brings you in all the way through the, the, this was one of the things that I first heard where I was like whoa like we're we're in a new era of gaming you know or like I didn't even realize it at the time but it was like when I first saw clouds completely cubicle bicep i was like wow that looks so real <laughs> exactly yeah yeah like the the cgi and like that's even, better like when you go pixels. into combat i was like holy shit i mean it had a whole new dimension amazing. so that's pretty amazing it did yeah. and when you see the fmvs like or yeah the, the uh, FMVs. fmvs like you're just like what holy shit <laughs> this could be a movie my brother this and looks I, like pixar made it we used to make uh, home movies with, we would play the music of the game. We would turn it up really loud on the TV, and we would have my grandma's like VHS recording camera, and we would put a, like a, a blanket over, I would put a blanket over his head, and have him move his arms left and right. He'd be like, okay, you're Genova right now. I would turn up the TV super loud and I would like videotape him and then I would videotape my cousin. <laughs> like, going, I am, I'm learning a bit about you. <laughs> yeah, this is, we were really um, into Final Fantasy I'm so glad that your childhood was just as nerdy as ours. <laughs> like, we would make like fanboy videos of of Final Fantasy VII. We didn't do videos. We did really weird, we demented, <laughs> demented versions of of things we liked. We had a pretty dark sense of humor from an early age. This is also one of my favorite tracks. The underneath the rotting pizza when oh, you're when you're running yeah. through the slums of Midgar. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah. And it's also it's got kind of an irregular it's irregular it sounds different it's like an irregular time signature or something yeah it's like at like a 913 time signature yeah. and <laughs> dude this stuff was just like i don't know like it it, it made you feel like really this uneasy and for, like, to this it, it this particular song makes me feel like you're like doing something like sneaky yeah yeah, like, and, it, and it conveys that because at this point of the game, you are kind of doing something sneaky, right? Am I wrong? You're, you're. It's it's very early in the game. You're running. You're actually. You're. It's when this you're running through the slums of Midgar. Yeah, you're not like sneaking you get in anywhere. Out from your mission. Yeah, you're going back to the uh, Tifa's bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're like yeah. level nine though, and you're fighting hellhouses. Oh, <laughs> or fucking hellhouses. not hellhouses. I just, I, just, <laughs> I just think of the the remake Hellhouse. <laughs> Fuck oh, that bad. Yeah, no. Fuck that part. Uh, of the game. Yeah, the remake Hellhouse. <laughs> That's that's Dark Souls boss right there. Like, yeah, that yeah. fucking sucked. It's not even Dark Souls because it's not like necessarily hard. It's just tedious because it takes for fucking ever <laughs> to time your magic. Actually, I didn't really think it was that difficult. Uh, <laughs> 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 
You got me. Dude, that... Travis, you, you got me. You fingered me good on that. <laughs> Ooh. Oh. Dude, yeah. This, this oh, no. kind of music, though, like, really, like, made me realize music. You gotta, you gotta like, before that, oh, no, it would just... <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't really... I don't know. Also, I was, like, grown... I was, like, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten... And I would play this game over and over with my older cousin, Tony, who he had played it before me, and he, he would record himself on VHS, and I would watch his VHSs. <laughs> it's like a Let's Play, but back in the 90s. Yeah, exactly. Because he wow. was like, you know, you can't mess up my saves. <laughs> Fair enough. You had a... We had a cousin. Had a memory card, you know, and like there was only so much room. So we had a cousin that named himself Turd Boy <laughs> on everything. <laughs> he did in Mystic Quest. Uh, yeah. This song is so pleasant. It's also very sad at the same time, though. It's the yeah. the, the church it's, song whenever it, you first like fall in. It's yeah, like Aerith. Yeah, yeah. It's Aerith's theme. Well, Dude. this is the the church song. It's kind of a version of Aerith's yeah, song. It's, it's kind of like a foreshadowing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, it happens whenever she dies, too. The same. It's like constant. Spoiler oh. alert! Oh, shit. For anybody who hasn't oh, no. played the 1997 Final <laughs> Fantasy 7. Hey, you're spoiling it for everyone who's going to be waiting for the second part of Final <laughs> Fantasy, maybe the third part of Final Fantasy 7 Remake. Yeah, if, that game's if, gonna... if she dies. If she, she dies. Die. If, if, if she dies. If she dies. <laughs> We're, we're going to get Final Fantasy 7 <laughs> We're going to get Final Fantasy 7 Remake Part 2 When we're like 60 so. Hey yeah. that's another reason why I believe Anything's possible <laughs> You're going to be like Oh Spoiler alert uh, Cloud is Aerith Cloud is Aerith. The, the whole, yeah, the the remake, whole thing's been in his head. But Jason Bud's really yeah, the remake is just forward. a dream that he had. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, oh, crazy oh, motorcycle. Shit, yeah. the motorcycle. Oh. Yeah, this song this one is so good. got every kid in 1997 pumped up. It's getting yeah. me pumped right now. Now, this style of song is definitely one of Nobu Umatsu's, like, fucking best types of songs. This is, like, frantic chase music. Oh, yeah. It all sounds similar-ish, but, like, this always has this forward movement. This one like, has a good feel of, like, like retro-futuristic. Yeah. Well. Like, the way I would describe yeah. it. Like, it's like, it sounds like it's futuristic, but you can tell it's fu- 1990s futuristic. Uh, if that makes any sort of sense. Like, I was like, oh, man, they're riding Dude. bikes in the future. I can't it's, wait to play this part. It Arr. felt, it felt like the future being, like, 11, 10 years old doing this and then being like, there was also, holy shit. Like, there was also uh, an FMV cutscene right before this part. Yeah. Oh, it, it dude, just gets yeah. you yeah, extra Cloud like yeah. busts out the window and yeah. does the skid. He looks yeah. so cool. Yeah, and they steal the uh, model uh, car. <laughs> the truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah the like, like, teal tri- yeah, wheel Barrett, car. Tifa, and Red 13 are all in the, uh, the truck. The back just lounging. Yeah, bigger yeah. than the whole fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, Barrett is the coolest character in yeah. Final Fantasy. Oh, man, He's so got like, a gun for an arm. 8% dollar sign. <laughs> 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 
the um the way they did this <laughs> so in the edgy. in the remake the this scene in the remake is so good too the motorcycle scenes in the remake were fun as yeah. Yeah. they were easily some of my favorite parts of that game like because both of them both the motorcycle part <laughs> oh, both man. of the motorcycle parts in final fantasy 7 remake were incredibly fun and they introduced like mullet cloud yes I was just gonna <laughs> say mullet cloud. Mullet cloud. Yeah. No, that was definitely a he made me think of fucking Kingdom Hearts so hard. <laughs> well, he's, he's seemed like a classic Nomura yeah. character design for sure. He is so funny, dude. I love the way he wrote on all over the walls Ooh, and he's yeah. just like just yeah. getting a boner over like yeah, just creating sparks <laughs> like, oh, all the time. Wow, yeah. and then skills. It's and then he calls so off that like he literally like hinders Shinra's plans. He's like, no, no, don't fight him. <laughs> Dude, save him for me. And then he like <laughs> leaves, and you never see him again. <laughs> he's, dude, he's coming back. He's, oh, he's, yeah, coming, totally. he's coming back. He's, he's gonna be a playable character. In oh, part two. Spoiler. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> when you heard this song, you knew you were gonna have a tough battle. Oh, this yeah. is like this. This is like an uphill battle for sure. Yeah. The Genova battle that I remember the most is the one right after the Rufus parade or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In the boat. Yeah. It's like that's when I felt like I finally like got far in the game. You yeah, know? like I was like, oh shit, I'm like in the game now. Because that's also when it kind of shifted a little bit to yeah, yeah. It became a little more serious. The the scale, like the scope of the uh, everything was a little bit. Yeah, more. and you had to switch the disc. <laughs> yeah, the first disc switch <sighs> felt good. Getting that was that crazy. Part. It did. It did. It really did. And I'll put one more Final Fantasy VII song on before yeah. we before we switch topics, but it's one that I personally also really like. It's Barrett's theme. I don't know. It's something about Ooh. it. Just, oh, that was another it, really. It kind of reminds intense. me of Mario RPG. Yeah. Yeah, but it's yeah. It does sound kind of like. It has a good. It has that feel to it. It's got that like cartoony, not cartoony, but like lighthearted. Uh, yeah. Feel it's one to of the it. few songs in the game that doesn't sound sad at all yeah, yeah it does, like there's no part of it that sounds but there's, there's no like movement that goes bom, bom, yeah bom. those sustained <laughs> notes the sustained notes they have in these soundtrack like nobuo puts in these uh bits like the baron overall is probably like he's like he's got a very in-depth and detailed backstory but he's probably the most light-hearted character he's probably out of all of everybody else in besides him and Tifa probably have the easiest backstories to digest because, like, you know, Vincent was separated from his family and tested on, and Cloud was also tested on, and he's being fucked with by an ephemeral fucking demon yeah. constantly. And yeah, the more you dig in, it's like yeah, like but but like Barrett, he just want he wants he, he's trying to fight. He's an eco terrorist that's trying to fight the good fight. He wants to be a good dad. And that's pretty much like the depth of his character. Like you fight one guy that he accidentally dying. lets, yeah, dying. He lets he lets his best friend die, and then like you fight him because it turns out he's a dick. Yeah. And uh, but uh, otherwise, he is like like the most lighthearted yeah. background out of most of the characters in that game. He's not an experiment of some sort. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> they get so like uh, I don't know. Yeah, I love I love Barrett's like arc because it's so relatable. You know, it's so human. Yeah, I dropped my best friend off a cliff and. <laughs> We both got gun arms, compared and, and I had to fucking shoot him to death. <laughs> compared to, you know, like, uh, got experimented on and wound up in a coffin. I mean, Sids, and, isn't, and, Sids isn't that bad either. Oh, Sid. Oh, yeah, he, he's right. an engineer Sid. who loves his wife, but is also, re- he's abusive Beautiful. to her. He's emotionally he's abusive to his emotional life. abusive dick. Dude, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think they said they uh, Square Enix has actively addressed that about him, and they're like, "We're toning him down. Don't worry. For the re- when he appears in the <laughs> really? next remake, he's gonna be toned really? down." Okay. Yeah, they they um. said that they acknowledge that certain things haven't aged that well. <laughs> <laughs> they can still make him like he's a typical midwestern but dad without being like a misogynist. Like yeah, he yeah, it it was like it, it was a little extra. So yeah. Ryan. Beautiful, beautiful game. What about you, Ryan? Well, I mean, this is a game that has constantly, like, I struggled between, like, Mega Man X, Mega Man 2, but ultimately I came to, like, the songs that get stuck in my head the most, and it comes from Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Ooh. Uh, something about that soundtrack is just burnt into my brain like there's if you looked at my brain through a microscope there would be a little sonic and knuckles like cartridge burnt <laughs> in or you could plug in another we're, game with the open back the open top thing where you can yeah exactly like that's that's in the middle of my brain but uh, like particularly hydrosity uh hydrosity zone act two is, is it hydrosity or hydro city I think it's Hydrosity. I think it, I think it. I, I don't know. Hydrosity sounds like flows Whoa. better than Hydro City. Dude, this song is incredibly complex. I, I when I listen to this song, I'm like, these dudes were are fucking next level musicians. Oh yeah. And the the troubled backstory of Sonic Three, like the soundtrack specifically, is one of my favorite like stories of video game composition of all time yeah michael jackson was involved what yeah michael jackson was involved in a lot of the uh in a few in a few of the tracks and you can there's like direct comparisons uh you can you can hear that there's michael jackson samples and everything I mean, uh, Ice Cap Zone what? was a direct ripoff yeah, of that. Right. No, that's yeah, actually that's a band Arts. called the Jetsons, yeah, and that guy. Hard times. Yeah, that yeah. guy. They didn't rip it off. That guy stepped in and allowed them oh, to use that's that. Cool. Yeah. But I, I know that's a highly debated legend of video game history, but it's definitely true. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. Michael uh, Jackson got removed from The Simpsons, and then he got he got removed from. Uh, Sonic 3's credits because that was one of the because of the allegations yeah (laughs) but I know he didn't really want it to be public anyway he was he's been in Sonic the Hedgehog commercials though like I mean he was a huge he was publicly known that he was a huge he was a huge Sega fan for sure I mean he developed and he helped develop that game Moonwalker yeah but this particular Sonic the Hedgehog song that we're listening to right now, Hydrosity Act 2, is my favorite Sonic song out of any Sonic game. Just because it's just so fun. I don't really know why it's my favorite, I guess. It but utilizes it's... that, that Sega Genesis-like 
it sound took, card so well. It took the Sega sound card and made it sound good, which is hard to do because that Sega sound card is crap. I mean, it has, it's, it's a very <laughs> offensive sound fonts and stuff. Yeah. But, it, but at the same time, like, it has some really sweet stuff that can be used. Is and it, this is also one of the most, <clears throat> probably the, the most fun level in... Sonic 3. There's a there's a lot of uh, really long running sequences where you get, like slide down and then run across the water, go up in a loop, go down a corkscrew, and then it shoots yeah. you up like a ramp really high into the air. It's it's a really really well designed level. Uh, yeah, I love that. This You're is... running on top of water, and this is one of the levels I particularly remember playing with Nick, and we got so good at this level that me as Tails could like follow Nick as Sonic and stay on the screen like the whole entire time. We played the shit out of this game together. Dude, yeah. you get how 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 much do you guys play this game? How constantly. hours. It's just constantly. Uh, like probably hundreds. <laughs> it's cuz uh, this shit was hard to me. Like I could not get so past like level knuckles four. also were more the more difficult ones for myself as well. Between, between I feel like Sonic really... if it, we're talking level design, Sonic 1 is the one that I struggle the most with because it's not yeah. exactly straight. It's not the most mm. straightforward and speed based. It's there's a lot of momentum based platforming, but it's also Yeah. there's times where you have to stop and smell the roses. The, the, <laughs> you, know, you, have yeah. to, you have to you have to like drop down and change direction and Got it. that's where that's i guess that's where it is because i'm more of like patient platforming stuff when it comes to speed and stuff i'm not as good so. sonic 2 and 3 definitely had more levels that were speed based like sonic 2 had chemical plant which was like notorious where you could like get so fast you fly off the screen uh and Hydrosity Zone is another one of those stages. Sonic 2 is probably the hardest one of the three to beat because of that last level when you have to fight Silver Sonic and then the Eggman robot without oh, getting a single ring. Single, yeah, you, have, yeah. you have two final bosses you and you can't perfect get hit. Or you die. Like, yeah. yeah. Hmm. At least in Sonic 3, um, in Sonic 3 and Knuckles, that, the final boss, you can um, keep getting your rings back. Sonic 3 also introduced the flying mechanic which encouraged team play. Like, if you played as Sonic and Tails together, uh, Tails could fly and Sonic could hang on him. And it encouraged playing it as, you know, a, like a duo. And so that was, you know, for me and Nick being twins, built-in player two, we had awesome. built-in player two. It was like perfect. It was the perfect game for us to play together. So, and the sound, the combination of those memories and this soundtrack really make that game stick out in my brain. These, yeah, these songs are regularly played in my car. I, whenever I'm driving around, I will. I can. This, this is one of the default soundtracks for me. Yeah, it's it's a perfect soundtrack. Every single like every single song for every single stage in this game is good. There are some that are a lot better than others, but they're like that means. But that just speaks volumes on what like the standard of this game is. Are... This song is like a fucking Final Fantasy boss song. Yeah, this is the final boss of Sonic 3. With big um, arms. Yeah. yeah, if you're not connected to Sonic and Knuckles, this is the final boss after Launch Base, which is another fucking awesome song. Like, Launch Base Zone is just fucking great. Yeah. I, yeah, that, that classic Nobuo-like intro, like, slow build-up, and then, like, switch to a speed-up, like... Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it's a great Classic. it's a great final boss song. And this boss wasn't like he wasn't super hard, but he wasn't like super easy either. Like he was like a good middle ground for challenging like, but fair. Yeah, challenging but fair. That's a good way to put that. It was like it was definitely he it feels like a final boss fight when you fight him cuz like he, he can grab you. It's like being grabbed in like a fighting game. Where you're like, oh, that fucking cheat. Oh, I couldn't block that. He can do that to you. Even if you jump, he'll just grab you. You'll clip into his hands. <laughs> there's there's so much going on in this song. You hear those two melodies overlapping? Yeah. Do 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 do. Yeah. And this song is like like three minutes before it loops again like and then it's really it, it has a really strong lead melody right here yeah this song this song's so dope it's super <laughs> cool yeah everything yeah. is everything is really well it's, it's really well composed really well put together Son kind of Son gives me a yeah. golden sun vibe that battle feel you're right golden yeah sun. it definitely does feel like that that style. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure it was directly inspired by it, for sure. And uh, I just don't see why like current Sonic games, besides Sonic Mania, which is made by fans <clears throat> for fans and is the best current Sonic game, like the best modern Sonic game. Uh, but I just don't see why like they don't follow suit on this. Like the, the, the uh, music in. You know why? Oh, I know why. You're right. You're right. Crush this, 40. this was always one of my favorite Crush 40 songs. is the, one of the best things to happen to Sonic. Yeah, yeah, I, that's, you that's, can't talk about Crush 40. That's, that's the trend. Like that. The new games. Rockin' hard. Rockin' hard is the trend. Rockin' hard, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's what's hot right now. I feel like everybody really loves this song. Lava it, Reef? It, yeah, Lava Reef Zone Act 1. It, I think it stands out amongst that whole soundtrack. It's just, just a bop. Both of them do. Yeah, the, the there, second there, act is also really, really good. So, like, Lava Reef 1 is, like, active volcano, and it's, like, it makes it sound like a tropical active volcano, but, like, Lava Reef 2, the whole volcano, like, uh, freezes over, essentially. Like, all the, all the lava, like, gets cooled off and turns to rock, and, the, like, the complete, the melody completely changes. For it. It's so cool. Yeah, I, one thing I loved about Sonic 3 is that game introduced the idea that there were differences between Act 1 and Act 2. The music would shift. There would be similar songs with like the same like art overarching themes and melodies and stuff, but there would be drastic differences. And then you get to Lava Reef Act 2, which is almost a completely different song. Yeah, and that's when you fight Knuckles too, which is like a huge thing when you're like 10 you're like oh my god we get to fight knuckles this is the best boss battle in the game oh, man that that's such a wild thing to think about like i don't know like at that if you were like a, a a guy making music and you're like looking at this game and you have to make music and it's like oh how to make music to evoke Feeling. Especially in those old video games where there's you no real narrative going on except for what you read in yeah. an instruction booklet. Yeah. And, and and you only have like this many that like you're limited to the technology that the console provides. So it's like, yeah, sure, I could do you, like 
anybody could be like, oh, uh, I'm gonna do Sonic the Hedgehog 1 with uh, Beethoven's 5th. But uh, what, what will the console, the Sega Genesis... So like, a lot of those songs were actually composed on real instruments first. Right, right. And then like, they would, yeah, transpose them into ha- the into the hardware, and then they'd have to like, make you know, sacrifices. Change, yeah, yeah. change the comp, <laughs> arrange the composition of the song. Exactly. Like it, it's the, a, it, it's like reverse engineering a song. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. what it is. They compose it, then reverse engineer it into the game. I was, I was, uh, looking a little bit into uh, the water level. Of Donkey Kong and uh, oh, the the development of that. David that, Wise did some crazy hardware magic to get yo, that song to sound the way it does. Exactly. Yeah, that, that, that he had to that's w- just, one and zero that shit into a, a SNES. That song will unwind me once I hear that song. I'll unwind. That's all <laughs> amazing. Oh, flying <clears throat> battery zone. Ooh. It's another one of those songs that's like really fast and hectic and. Just fun. Just yeah. really fun. It, it perfectly matches the theme of the stage, though. That's one thing that they really nailed with that game. All, oh, yeah. all the levels are themed, but the music perfectly accompanies like every single level. I can't think of one that's mismatched. No, no, no. They they perfected the music in that game, for sure. It's like, you know, the original release, not the PC release with the weird, like, substitutes because they lost Yeah, the well, the only, yeah, they, the Launch Base, Ice Cap, and Carnival, Carnival Night are the three songs that had to be replaced hmm. with completely different songs that aren't in the console releases. Well, and they're not, Why? they're not what? as good, they're not bad. Because of Michael Jackson stuff, they, they, oh. the, the copyright, what? yeah, yeah, really? there was, yeah. Uh, I think, a weird legal issue with it, or maybe Sega, it might not even be that, maybe Sega just wanted to distance themselves from oh. that and just did it, but <sighs> in any case, they, they wonder, switched it out. It makes me wonder, oh. like, when the new re-releases that's coming out, like the, the HD, like, are they I gonna... Think th- I think they'll restore the old You think music. they'll restore their old... Yeah, like, because that, then... That's, I'm, that's something I'm genuinely worried because about. Because those, those musical differences were in, like, the 90s PC versions of those games. Okay. So, they're... And every subsequent re-release of Sonic 3 and Knuckles, like in Sonic Mega Collection and stuff, it's all... All the regular Original. music is there. Yeah. Okay. Man... What, like, it's just one of those games that you can just pick up, play at any time, and just have a good time. Like, like Sonic Mania really encapsulated the feeling of Sonic 3 and Knuckles to me. Like, yeah, it, it, it brought it back. It, it brought it back. Yeah. Great game. Great game. Great soundtrack. Great soundtrack. So I guess I'll, uh, I'll go next. Because it's my turn. It's my fucking <laughs> turn. It's my fucking hey, Nick, turn. So everybody shut the fuck up. What's your second pick? My second pick was actually. Travis, what's your second pick? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my second pick was actually one that I talked about because it's the game that I'm on. Um, and my theme for like the re- the the logic behind the the games that I picked was I wanted to pick games that were really mood setting. Um, the, the soundtracks were extremely mood-setting and atmospheric, and uh, then so uh, the the game that I want to talk about is Super Metroid, 
uh, because the OST in that, Ooh. it's not like other... It's, it's really not like a lot of other video game soundtracks, mm-hmm. especially for its time. I think it was a little ahead of its time in the way things were, because it's definitely more... Yeah. Uh, the music is composed almost more cinematically. Uh, there's not a whole lot of, like... There's a couple tracks that are really strong, like, really heavy on melodies, but most of it is, like, ambiance and kind of like, I don't know, setting a mood of dread. But I want to open up by playing... Well, let's, let's play this real quick. The last Metroid is in captivity. The Dude. galaxy is at peace. Clear voices. That's a clear That's fucking voice. Yeah. How crystal clear that is. It's not for a Super <laughs> Nintendo game. Yeah, starting the, starting the game out with that, you're like. So yeah, listen to yeah. this this opening. This is the opening cinematic song, and it it, it feels kind of like um, John Carpentery. Yeah, like 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 like, a, like, a, like a, This freaked me out as a kid. Like it would it, hinder me from playing this game. <laughs> the 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 weird like yeah. kind of like operatic <laughs> yeah. voice the lack of scary a lot of silence play. in the game too especially that first intro part where it's just like it just builds like, uh, it builds like fear and dread yes. it makes like you, in the game your fear of the unknown like it's definitely you're in this desolate base you're going and finding out and like the sounds in this game the sounds and the sound direction and the the way the songs are made are just unlike any other Super Nintendo game. It, if you have not played Super Metroid or beaten it, do it. You're not a gamer until you beat You're it. You're not a gamer until you play because it's... Ow. I played it, but I've not beaten it. It's honestly yeah, one of the top ten either. games of all I've, time. I've gone pretty far in it, but I have not completed it. It helped create a genre. It's hard. Yeah, it, it spawned hard. the genre known as Metroidvanias. Yeah. Ah, coined, coined by fellow podcaster Jeremy Parrish. Who, From uh, the Retro uh, Close yeah, friend Re- of ours. Re- yeah, close friend of ours. Friend yeah, of the show, Jeremy Parrish. Jeremy Parrish. Retronauts really is a good like. podcast. If you haven't oh, listened yeah. to it, listen to Check it. it there's a plenty of content, too. Yeah. Years and years and years of content. But yeah, this... um. I mean, this opening is so cool. Uh, but I think one track that everybody likes that is an absolute bopper of a track is the green overgrown vegetation Brinstar. When you first get there, and it's like the first song in the game that's actually kind of upbeat. Oh, yeah. 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 This is... Yeah, this is like an hour... Not even an hour into the game. Well, yeah. What'd you play this on? Super Nintendo. Hmm. It's, it's on Switch, though. It's on the Switch Online. And it's oh, on the okay. SNES Classic. Yes. You, play your you have your options to play. Oh, you have two options. Three options if you want But to play I grew up playing it on can. Super Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. Before we okay. washed it. You know, it was one of the games was... we played before we before the the washing <laughs> incident. Referred to the last wash. episode. <laughs> but it was a game that you and I had beaten a couple times like on SNES as children kind of I mean kind I of. think we only beat it because our we watched our brothers play it and we, we, we had access to the whole game they got to the very end and we could just run around yeah yeah, you're right, you're right. we, we but, started the game with all the power ups and ran through the map in its entirety <laughs> and then decided to fight the last boss whenever we wanted to so but I've beaten it still 
<laughs> it only takes like six, seven hours. It's not. Yeah, it's not too long. And yeah, it's ex- it's incredibly uh, atmospheric. I'm trying. To, what what's the word? Um, oh my gosh, I'm brain farting on <laughs> on the word I want to use. When you're like fully enveloped in a game, what is that word? Immersion. Immersed. Immersive. Immer- it's an incredibly immersive game for its time. Mm. And Metroid, um, it, it actually has a pretty good, strong story. It doesn't. It there's not a whole lot of dialogue in the game except for mm. at the beginning and at the end. But that dialogue really tells you a lot about the events of the first two Metroid games and yeah. what leads up to the events now. The world tells a lot about what's going on. And then, yeah, right after this area, you get to the red soil swampy area, which is uh, one of my one of my favorite tracks in the whole soundtrack because it's just kind of a. Uh, it's just yeah, it's like foreboding ooh, almost. For- like yeah, yeah. This is. Oh, you gotta I eat got your phone. phone. I gotta eat my phone. Gotta eat your phone. Oh man, I just got a new phone. I gotta eat it now. Eat the phone, man. Eat the phone. This is the song Eat that the makes phone. me think of. Eat the phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we're using a lot of our funds on new phones. Yeah. Sorry, That's guys. like four phones. <laughs> All our Patreons are uh, paying for, new, for new iPhones new for new Ryan. iPhone 11s for me. <laughs> Oopsie poopsie. But yeah, this uh, this song is like the quintessential like Metroid song. You spend a lot of time in this area. It's yeah. a song, like any of them. This and the, the you know... That's not in this book. No, but, tried, but you're talking about that and this. <laughs> you're talking about the original like first stage in the first yeah. Metroid. But okay. between this and that, those are like the two songs that like make me think of Metroid. Like This, instantly. yeah, this... Oh. This... This song does like when you hear it, you're like, that's a Metroid song. It gives you the feel. It gives you the feel of the world. You know, Metroid is one of those games that like is super good and super popular, but you can't talk to it like people about it for some reason because it's actually not as popular as a bunch of other Nintendo games. Yeah, yeah. It it struggles with sales worldwide for some reason. The character itself is more popular than the game. It's renowned as one of the best fucking game series of all time, but it's like not something you can talk to about like talk to people about because it sounds like jargon nobody like nobody's gonna know what the fuck a metroid is it it sounds it sounds like sci-fi jargon but if you the chozo race i mean yeah if you talk to people about the lore of metroid that's different it's a cool it's very fleshed out for a game that doesn't have like lots of dialogue while you're playing yeah a lot of behind the scenes lore and also like self Dark Souls esque yes. type of like lore building where you kinda have to go out of your way and find it or follow it. Yeah, but it's the It's there. Well I guess in Metro in Metroid Prime that in those games a, they they were a little yeah. stronger on the narrative. Definitely. Yeah. Oh yeah, no Metroid Prime really fleshes out Samus's backstory. But you got that a lot with the the instruction booklet and like all the other stuff if you had, had. It. yeah that's true but that's implied I mean at the time you would yeah. most likely have the instruction booklet 
Yeah. The, the instruction booklets didn't count on Blockbuster showing up and hey, renting out games. That's why you go to Family Video, man. Instruction book. Yeah, Family Video sometimes did rent out the instruction booklet. You're yeah. right. Depending on the game. Sometimes they were just stolen. Dude, like <laughs> the whole case. Listen to this song. The Spore Spawn song where you're fighting a giant plant. It's creepy. I, I love those little drums. The, all the while, this plant is like kind of rhythmically bouncing. It looks like it's smiling at you. And you, it has to. It opens its mouth, and then you have to shoot missiles inside of its <sighs> mouth to hurt yeah. it. All you have to do is shoot it, shoot it with missiles. It's like it's not the a easiest, hard. It's the easiest boss in the game. Yeah, yeah. All you do is shoot it with missiles, but uh, and it constantly releases spores that drop health and missiles. So when you shoot them, so like, but. The creepiness of this, I remember I as a kid I hated doing this boss battle because of this song. It like creeped me <laughs> out. And and you know, you're going through over and over and like it takes you like fifty you die fifty times before you get to this, you know. And so it's Maybe like, you die fifty times. <laughs> well yeah, I I didn't. I, I've never completed this game. I remember. I remember having this either at my cousin's house or we rented it, and being like, "This is so fucking hard." Well, I didn't know the F word at that time, but I knew that this game was like an adult game, and I couldn't do it. And so we just played it's definitely, Mario it's, it's, instead. It's crazy. It's an, a first-party Nintendo game, but it's definitely darker and more mature in tone than any yeah. other first-party Nintendo game. Yeah, definitely. I can't really think of one that takes itself more seriously. Yeah, exactly. Me- Metroid doesn't make... There's not a lot of, like, jokes or little, like, uh, mm-hmm. Easter eggs in it. No. The, it, it, it's, it's definitely firmly not a set in its own game. lore, yeah. It's yeah. not. It's definitely not a Miyamoto game. <laughs> It's designed by the dude who did um, Kid Icarus. Yeah, and he's that done, team. He's done most of the Metroid games too, like except for the Prime series, I guess. He did the 2D Metroid games. This song is um, Samus's theme. It's the overworld theme. Like whenever, when you return to the outside to get back into your ship, this is the song it plays. But doesn't it sound just heroic? Yeah, it's, oh, a, yeah. it's the only uplifting song in the game. <laughs> Yeah, it's cool. I remember, uh, I, l- I love by the end game when you have all the gadgets and you can just run super fast and it jump infinitely. Yeah, you get the, uh, the gravity, what is, what is it called? Like, you get the, the gravity, the gravity suit and then you get the screwball. Yeah, and there's like a space jump and then... Space jump, yeah, you can just jump forever. Yeah, and you get all the, uh, you get the wave gun and all the different, uh types of lasers that you could shoot that game was awesome it was so it it was it was very pretty ground for a super pretty Nintendo groundbreaking game. in a lot of ways yeah it was like it had like an active equipment like system in the game where you could like obviously it was most yeah, of the, the time it was best best to, to leave everything, everything but ice on, on. i would yeah. leave everything but ice on because <laughs> ice just slowed down killing killing things i only used ice whenever i had to but it's such a good game. Yeah. Perfect game, game design. Perfect game design. Um, but, yeah. 
Uh, last but not least, I do want to say one more thing. I, I was going to like talk a lot more in depth about, about it. I had like a bunch of facts pulled up, but then we got high and had that technical difficulty. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's all I really wanted to say. But let's move on. Yeah. Uh, my second pick, which I'm sorry, uh... We've been kind of having a theme that's going throughout this uh, show that you main guys have not have actually uh, picked up on yet. Um, but my second pick is Final Fantasy X. Hey. <laughs> yes! Yes, uh, I racked my brain and I, I knew it was kind of cliche to pick a Final Fantasy song and I kind of figured Andy would pick Final Fantasy VII, but <laughs> man, is this fucking soundtrack dope as fuck like uh start with number two like you come into a song that was uh that's something that nobuo had been uh developing for a while that he thought was just too depressing to really uh put in the game up to this point but he thought this was the perfect time with the setting um so with the weird it's got a strange world setting yeah this is a very interesting (laughs) world and like this is one of his most creative soundtracks and it kind of is like a weird capstone since uh, Andy picked seven, which is like his first foray in like uh, yeah. non like eight uh, bit like you know into three D. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Like this is yeah. his like his experimental phase started with seven, and ten <laughs> is his last game that he really fully developed by himself. This I is actually the first game that he didn't work on by himself. Too. This is well, uh, seven was a, a a release of restrictions that he had, mm-hmm. and then. Going into PS2, having just full creative freedom yeah. allowed him to make a much more in-depth and emotional soundtrack yeah. than he was capable of even doing. This this soundtrack just blows you away at every turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an 88 uh, track soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. 88? Um, yeah, 88 songs from the original. Oh, shit. Um, there are two other composers that work with him, and this is the first one in any of the Final Fantasy series, the main lines, that he didn't make all by himself. Now, Nobuo made 50 of those tracks, and then uh, um, there's Masashi uh, Hamauzu, who did 20 of those tracks, and then uh, Junya Nakano, who did 18 of those tracks. So that's a pretty good spread. Like, yeah, it wasn't just Nobuo. Like, these guys did some pretty he major He still did stuff. the lion's share, but... Yeah. So you can definitely pick out what he did... Um, he was very experimental in this one, Umatsu. Um, but uh, the other ones you can definitely kind of pick out. Now, this is definitely a, a Nobuo track. Yeah. Um, uh, just a little uh, rundown of the other two. Uh, Hamazu did a Saga Frontier 2 soundtrack. Oh, uh, as well man. as Final Fantasy XIII soundtrack and Dirge of Cerberus. He did. Oh. So he makes pretty solid soundtracks yeah, yeah. for pretty mediocre and games. I'll point, I'll point out when, <laughs> if I go past any of them I'll, I'll oh, tell you if, I, if that's them. And then uh, Nakano did uh, Final Fantasy IV The After Years uh, the Threads of Fate ser- uh, game uh, Mystic Warriors and the uh, X-Men Arcade game soundtrack. You know we didn't Ooh. bring up Mystic Warriors yeah. in our Muso episode but yeah. that's an honorary um, Muso yeah. game for sure. Um, anyway. It is a Muso game. So yeah, so moving on though. You you start with this really solemn track at the title screen, and then you go through like you, you start the game and then you go to this next track five. Um and it just like punches you in the face. 
this is oh yeah i remember hearing this song for the first time be like what the fuck this like, is this awesome is yeah. crazy this, this is, is so unlike awesome. any other any other like track from any other final fantasy game like when this did this is, game come out 2001 <laughs> or two this came out 2001 because remember yeah. it came out a few months before sonic adventure 2 yeah that's right i remember yeah, it came just, out this song in the in june life was, cycle. Yeah. yeah i was uh Banging my head yeah. to this song, a little little kid Nick, little twelve year old Nick was this, just yeah. thought it was like the hardest shit yeah. ever. My <laughs> uncle another I this game oh, I'm had it, and I, I played it because I had some experience with seven and, and eight and nine, and when I played this, I just got to this part. I was like, "What is this game? Yeah. What is this? This is like I, this is like." A I mean, it was the first Final setting. Fantasy where they all really talked. That's true. Too. So uh, they just wanted. I feel like they just wanted to show off like all the different types of things they could do. One of my favorite audio. Final Fantasy X tidbits is that the voice actor of Waka and Kimari is John DiMaggio, who and who coincidentally is the voice of Bender from Futurama. Yeah. It, he did this like probably around what? the same time he started that mm-hmm. show. It was one of his first projects. Yeah. And he still voices Waka and Bender. And he's done to this day. Even more crazy, more successful parts. Holy yeah, shit. I mean he's Jake the Dog in Adventure. Yeah. Time. He's, he's Marcus Waka? Phoenix. He's Marcus Phoenix in a Years in a of War. He's one of the most recognized. You look at your mind's being blown right now. Yeah, he's one of the most recognized voice actors. He's a, he's one of the most down. prolific voice actors of of our generation. Like he Holy does uh, shit, that's the crazy. Scotsman and uh, and uh, and Samurai Jack. He's the Scotsman. Now uh, the next track I want to showcase is wow. number eighteen. Now this is actually a. Uh, uh, Tell me if you can tell which, uh, like, you'll probably recognize this one. This is whenever you get to your first, like, uh, island. Oh, yeah. This is, this is one of my favorite songs in the yes. soundtrack. Now, this is not an Nobuo track. I, I listen to this one when I want to chill. If I've had a bad day, or if I'm, like, going for a walk. This yeah. sounds like uh, something, yeah. like, on YouTube with the anime girl wearing the headphones. <laughs> like, chill beats. Chill beats. To to it's, it's the, nah, it sounds better than that, because that's just, like, jazz samples with shitty off-time hip-hop beats that put through a fucking filter. <laughs> that shit's lazy. I hate it. This, this, this checker's hot, hot, <laughs> hot take. Hot take. I hate Ooh. that shit. Spoiler alert, Nick hates that shit. But this uh, this song definitely condenses like the feel of this the whole game like where it's like this organic but also like uh, some technological like residuals in it like I don't know it has a nice like a combination of like uh, traditional Final Fantasy music and like more electronic sounds mm-hmm. a lot so of electronic wait, sounds what what you said it's one of the other two say their names again. This is There's the uh, Saga Frontier Two guy, which is Masashi Hamazu. Okay. And then uh, Junya Nakano. What? Which one? Did, what games did Junya do? Uh, the Reds of Fate, the X Men arcade game, and uh, Final Fantasy IV: The After. Is this not? Is this Nakano? This is Hamazu, Saga Frontier okay. Frontier Two guy. I only played that game a little bit. It's really good, but it's weird. It's it's not it's not a it's not a, it's not a regular 13, saga game. It's not a regular like. It's a JRPG, but it has different rules. Yeah. It feels like this is very much a Final Fantasy Thirteen sound. It's one. Song. It's one of those yeah, games that like definitely. I played through like a few hours and just yeah, it's didn't not the first want, one. I didn't want the yeah. the first one. I I, I just beat Saga Frontier one like all seven stories, so <laughs> um, it's good. 
Well, the next song is one of my... It's probably my favorite song. The second favorite song from this is uh, 30. And you guys will know this one. I play this all the time. Yeah, this is a, a, a fucking good one. This um, one is just like, ooh, this gives me goosebumps. It's that uh, lead melody, whenever the um, like synth line kind of rolls in, it's so... I don't know that 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 part. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it sends chills for sure. This this is one of those games that the the, the music encapsulates encapsulates the atmosphere of it's the world. It's really perfectly. like mysterious and yes. whimsical and. It was a perfect like launch all over the place. It title like Final Fantasy for the PS2. Like I think it it does perfectly encapsulate like the feeling of. Just being in a new world yeah. that you're unfamiliar with. Yeah, because Titus is, yeah. is just yanked out of his time. Transported to another world. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that, being yanked out of your time and then realizing you don't exist. Yeah, you're, you're like an all-star sports player. <laughs> and then like your dad's friend comes and he's like, come with me, shit's gonna get real, and he knows what's going on, but you don't, no and then idea. you see this giant monster destroy <laughs> everything, yeah. and then you get sucked into a whirlpool, and you wake up, and it's like a thousand years in the future. It, yeah, And supposedly. then you help this society fix its problems, and at the end it's like, oh, you were just a dream. You don't <laughs> yeah. exist. This game gets, goes out there. This definitely has that typical Final Fantasy what the fuck twist, but like I feel like it's a little more digestible than a lot of the other storylines. People hated that twist. I don't. <laughs> it wasn't the best twist, but it was it was interesting. I like. I personally like it. I think it. I think it's cool. Um, it it kind of. Yeah. It's weird, but. I think it's a much more original idea than I think having, just saving the world and everything being happy. Yeah, that, that's true. Having a final boss that is, like, you can't lose against it. Yeah, but that's not the point of that boss. You it's, know, but the it's point still of the boss, like, it's that's a, basically a cutscene you have to mash A through. Yeah, it yeah, sucks yeah. that you have to fight Sot through it, but it's a narrative Seymour thing. Ominous is, in my opinion, the last boss. Like... <laughs> I mean, he's the real last boss for but sure. No, yeah. Or no, Jack, Jack, is, Jack is the last Jack boss. Is the last he's boss. way easier than Seymour on this. Yeah, but uh, oh. so to the other side of uh, Nobuo, not the Hamazo, but uh, Do 32. Um, Nakano's, uh, his work is also really fucking crazy. For those of you who don't know, Travis has given me a numbered, untitled list of songs <laughs> to keep the surprises coming. Yeah, man. So. Do 32. Yeah, so I, yeah. this is number 32. Hey, hey, hey. I, I like keeping us guessing. I don't want you guys to know what's going on. I want, like the, the organic responses. Travis, you led me to believe... That you were going to talk about like Mega Man 2 or something. No, you talked about Mega Man X, but yeah. you're wearing a regular Mega Man I don't Man have shirt. a Mega Man X shirt. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, Go buy it. one. Go buy Maybe one. Maybe I will. Maybe you should have thought about that before you broke my heart. <laughs> Bring it, I shall. Too bad there's not a Weed Man robot master not in yet. Mega Man. Bong Man. Go to Dizzy and Art. I can see just, it in my head. He's like a bong uh, with two bong hands and he shoots smoke. Ooh, two bong hands. Yeah. He's a big bong and his arms are bongs and he shoots smoke at you. Just 
Deviant but art. Just go to Deviant art. You'll probably find Bong Man, no problem. He's got like fists that can come out. I'm sure too. you'll find yeah. a lot of superhero Bong Man before yeah. you find yeah before Mega I find Man, a Mega Bong Man. Bong Man. <laughs> So which one, is this Nobuo? This is uh, this is Nakano. This is Luka. So this is the city you go to after mm-hmm. you uh, fight Sin on the sea, and you're gonna fight. This is the land of the Blitzball. So this is like Ooh. the Blitzball Stadium city. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Please tell me you have the um, Song of Sending on your list. The no. one that Yuna does the, the dance to. I don't think I do. I have that. I don't well, think I have that one specifically. Well, I, I'm gonna request that we play it at some point because that's a, that's a really good song there's a lot of that song is so sad is the hymn uh, of faith the hymn of faith yeah, oh i have but, it yeah, on yeah, yeah. it's okay. number 20 Sorry. i have the generic one and then there's one for each of the aeons actually where uh so the hymn of faith main theme is all of the different parts at the same time and then each uh summon is a part and whenever you go to those temples it plays that specific part that of the song that is a so, really cool like, yeah, that's a really cool idea. That and like in. each yeah. voice is the voice of the summit. So like Bahamut is the little kid, the high point, high pitched like, you know. And then like it goes down even to the Unalaska uh, summit. Maybe it's has a, like Nobuo and a team of others uh, to like think of something like that. Yeah. You know? But no, that's all Nabuo. All of those are Nabuo. Yeah, yeah those that, are that, definitely That's definitely Nabuo. Nabuo. That's yeah. how he built, like, One Winged yeah. Angel was part by part, and then just, like, put those parts together. He is a musical genius. Like, the guy yeah, is he's, crazy. He's and, like... Oh. I don't know. The, the, the other two on here... This song is pretty, pretty cool. Pretty fucking cool. I like that... Dun, 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 dun. It kind of reminds me of Fancy Star Line a little bit. Yeah, but, like, better instrumentation. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Better um, game. Better has that same feel. Like that sci-fi feel. Yeah. Um, the next song would be 38. It's probably... It's my one of my favorite like video game songs of all time. Hold on. You, you, have, 30, you have 38 and 38. Uh, play 38T. Honestly, I thought you were to choose like Zone of the Enders or something. It was on my list. Like, because that the music in those games is just fucking great. <laughs> I almost chose Mario Paint. Oh, me too, actually. Dude, Mario, Mario Paint was so That fun. Uh, really relaxing, transcendental song is so cool. Yeah. yeah. Track three. All right, all right, we're going to play the right Play the original one, because I, I trolled you guys. I yeah. played the Tidus Fantasy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this, is the, oh, this is Orin's theme. It, it's perfect. He's a mysterious badass. Yeah, and this is, song dude. this song screams mysterious badass. lord. Like, imagine, like, getting sucked into a world you don't want to be a part of and saving it, and your one guide is, like, an alcoholic. (laughs) (laughs) One thing I love about this song is that background melody. Yeah. The rhythm, the rhythm, the, yeah. It it brings it back to that theme of the whole, like, Spira and, like, oh, man. It's It's got kind of, like, a... Like a hymny melody, yeah. A, the da na na da na na, like a Latin like hymn melody. Yeah. Like. This song rules. It's up there with like Frog's theme from Chrono Trigger. <laughs> like it's yeah. it's like that epic like. It's one of the best character themes yeah. ever written. It, and of for course, sure. it's, it's Uematsu. Um, the next one is going to be very reminiscent to Andy's pick, forty three. Imagine you're like drunk, uncle. <laughs> Like just appearing before you, be like, all right, guys, 
The world's fucking fucked. <laughs> when I heard this song, you're again, not real. I I'm immediately not real. thought of Final Fantasy VII. But it's up to me oh, and you yeah. to fucking save this world. <laughs> Let's do it. Which song was? What part of the game is this? This is Seymour's theme. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a, he's a it's, very it's villainous. Sephiroth like villain. Like he's a very much like oh, Final yeah. Fantasy VII throwback. Yeah. Like got, his theme, all of his, the music involving him is You very, can tell he's up to no good from mm-hmm. the very beginning. Even though he's, like, very cordial and nice to the team at the beginning when they first meet, uh, you can tell. Oh, it's because of this music. This music yeah. says he's a bad guy. <laughs> you can tell. He's not, yeah, he's not a good guy. But he also looks like a villain. He, yeah. He, 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 he looks like an evil guy. With he wears blood. purple. That's it's the tip-off yeah. immediately. That, that, the, the hair is the most, <laughs> yeah. one of the most ridiculous hairstyles. It, like, comes out to the side and is really long. And Let has, us like, introduce you to our, to our savior, Seymour. Hello there. Yeah. I'm here to help you. Hello, Lady Yuna. I've been waiting to meet you. Lady Yuna. He speaks I... so softly. Yeah, he's definitely more of the, like, uh, soft-spoken, like, charismatic <laughs> villains. No, like, it, like, at the beginning, like, even when you get him on your team in the first time, like, he seemed, like, the way he speaks makes him seem like a nice guy. <laughs> this guy's gonna fuck you over in, like, 30 minutes. Like, <laughs> yeah. Right after this battle, he's gonna say something horrible. I yeah. just fucking know it. Just definitely, this song reminded me of Final Fantasy VII. Like, I'm hardcore. definitely not going oh, yeah. to betray you for my own interests. Um, and then there's also variations on this. Quake Fifty Five. It's like uh, his like sinister um, version of the song. You know, honestly, in Final Fantasy Dissidia, I was more disappointed in. Jekt being picked over Seymour because I feel like Seymour would have been a better. He's the real villain of the game. He's the real villain, like, and he's also like. Yeah. But I think for the sake of um, their narrative for Dissidia, Jekt fit better. Yeah. Because he's much much more of an opposite of Titus than Seymour yeah. uh, is more of an opposite to Yuna. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, that's true. that makes more sense. But Yuna is also more of a prevalent main character. Well, Titus is the main character, obviously, but like yeah. Yuna's, she's she's one of the main characters. Yeah. though. like she's the second. She's, like yeah. she, she's just as important as Titus. Yeah. The story. There's I feel like I feel like Seymour's Seymour is more important to the story than Jack. Yeah, I mean, for the present part yeah. of the story, I mean, overall, you see he's Seymour also just more, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's more of a foil mm-hmm. than yeah anybody else. Like Jack is there, he's present, he's talked about, and then at the end, he sacrifices himself, becomes a giant monster, and you kill him. Uh. <laughs> All the spoilers for ten, oh, right there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to spoil a fucking well, twenty-year-old twenty-year-old. So game. speaking yeah. of spoilers, so you you go through this big journey and you get to this this section of the story that is probably one of the most difficult fucking parts of the story, and I'm gonna lead it off mm. with sixty-six. <laughs> so you get oh, to you uh, <laughs> yeah, you get to uh, the fucking uh, old uh, Xanarkin, basically, right? Mm-hmm. This yeah. is yeah. where you're going to fight fun. Lady Unaleska. And that whole stretch is arduous. Those but this piece fucking is beautiful. Lightning bolts. No, that's the <laughs> no, thunder, that's thunder plane. Oh, that's the thunder plane. Dodge right, 200. Right. Yeah, you gotta dodge 200. I did it. I did it. I didn't. I was just like, fuck this. This, this is where no Corian had to use a game shark. 
Oh, because <laughs> we you couldn't beat in Alaska? We, we could not do it. Actually, it that battle hard. was really easy. Oh, <laughs> I mean, if, if you're prepared, it, it's not too bad. But man, if and you're if you go in there blind, it's it's yeah. almost impossible. I played through it a, a few years ago. I would like. I need to go back and play it again because Final Fantasy X is my second favorite Final Fantasy. It's so I'll talk good. about my first favorite maybe some other time. <laughs> yeah. They're releasing this on vinyl. Oh, like, oh that'd be cool. It's, it's got to be a double album. It yes. has to be. There's oh, yeah. so many, yeah. so many tracks. Special in. edition with Yuna and, and Titus on both sides. Yeah. the pond. I got the Final Fantasy VII and it's got Ooh. Uh, Cloud and Sephiroth on It's like <laughs> a picture disc with the old school <laughs> PS1 Cloud and Sephiroth, and then the new school Cloud Ooh, Sephiroth on the other side. Children. Yeah. So uh, you go through this dungeon, and then you get to my the most haunting song of the game, 80. <laughs> you know you're about to die in this boss battle when you get to the song. When you hear that chunky guitar riff. This is actually a Hamazo song. This is not Umatsu. It's very dissonant. Like, yeah, this plays during Unaleska. This plays during the Seymour Flux battle where he just like destroys your summons, dude. Ah. This is like the super boss battles. Like after you get past the uh, the mountain range, Kimari's hometown. Like this song, uh, just. That stupid cutscene that you cannot skip. Yeah, if you, you have to die, watch you have to... it every single yes, time. Exactly. I I would just sit there and just make sure all my summons have maximum overdrive, and I would just <laughs> use it over and over again to get past that battle because it was so frustrating. It was so hard. And this then you get Yojimbo, and every yeah. boss is easy. Yeah, everything's easy. <laughs> you pay him ten thousand, and he kills the boss every fucking time. You could even kill Jack and yeah. Seymour Omnis. This was whatever I first played through Final Fantasy X. This was my quitting point. <laughs> yeah, because, the Seymour Flux battle. Yeah, because I just couldn't beat it for some reason. And uh, it's hard because you I can't rely on summons. Using, like, I didn't use the summons all can't. that. I didn't use the summons all that much. I felt like yeah, yeah. This I whole thing is if you use a summon after the first turn, he kills, he kills him one hit. Yeah. So you either have to like blast him with overdrive and know that he's going to do that. Or you have to just have someone who can just destroy it fast because he has those countdown You just gotta power T to something, get him all that haste. Yeah. You gotta that, make him haste everybody and haste Orin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> haste oh, yeah. Orin. Haste Orin. <laughs> this is also the song they play when you fight uh, Sin whenever he has the countdown at the end of the game. Yeah. The 20 turn countdown. We have 20 turns to beat Sin before he obliterates you. Another real fun battle. Yeah. But it's like a. <laughs> it, it's not. You just get, it's a damage sponge battle. So. I, I feel like yeah, Seymour he doesn't Flux, attack you back. Yeah. You just you just hit him. Mm -hmm. Seymour Flux and Seymour Omnis were the battles that just made me Speaking like of. hate Final Fantasy. Yeah, like it's like ah, fuck this fucking stupid game. I've never beaten Final Fantasy X. I only know the ending because I've watched other people beat it. <laughs> this is a, a song that. It's my. It's one of my favorite Final Fantasy boss battle songs, and I've used it in as yeah. for boss battles in every D and D campaign I've ever run. This song gets you hyped. <laughs> yeah, it, this, it's got a really good build yeah. up. That organ. Dun, 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 yeah, dun, dun, dun. this is like no And those crash symbols. Like, this, this is ten games worth of boss final boss battle. This sounds quintessentially like. Nobuo, Tetsu, and Nomura Final Fantasy. Yeah. This found this sounds like PlayStation Final Fantasy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. 
It, it takes. It's yeah. such a crazy uh, organ part. Yeah. This. That this and Final play. Fantasy VIII, like the soundtracks between those two, sound very close. I guess, like in style. I would say this is closer to Final Fantasy IX. Really? And Kuja's theme and uh, Necron. I was thinking like Laguna's Necron. battle theme. Yeah. Laguna's battle it's theme like a, in this. Like, it's like sounds something like Final Fantasy X. It's, I can see it definitely being a nice mash of 789's styles. Because it kind of goes through all that. Like This is like an 8 part. The beginning part reminds me of a 9. If 8 didn't have those stupid fucking backgrounds... <laughs> And had a more dynamic camera, it would be way better. It's a great fucking game, but like, did you play through eight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Play like it, it did the, like the Resident Evil me. style, like locked camera sort of issue, and that was, was a slog. Yeah. I mean, all those PlayStation era ones, you couldn't rotate the camera. It was always like that. Yeah. Uh, well, eight summons were also just unbearably G long. The GF oh, system, mash oh, square. Oh my god. Mash yeah, square. I, I couldn't get the battle system in eight. I could not get down with, but the card game, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Triple triad. Triple triad. We could do a whole episode on that song. So I have one more song that I want to take it out. Number seventy. Um, it's it's basically the title song of the, of the story or the game, and like there's something that Nobuo can just do is write songs with a lyricist, like someone who sing the songs, and it's just like he always hits that emotional note. Uh, this one being Suteki uh, Dane or Isn't It Wonderful, and then of course Melodies of Life from Nine. Eyes on me on eight, and then I guess seven. One winged angel. <laughs> One winged angel, the most romantic song. Um, That's the most emotional. But I. Roth. It just like this. Whenever you get to right before the shoe puff, and you go to the little like lake with the flower petals, and they have that like wonderful touching moment between Titus and Yuna, and they just like they go swimming and make it, out. It's like. <laughs> yeah, but the, like it's right after that that weird awkward scene of them laughing and realizing they just gotta like, re, you know, enjoy the moments in their life because she's basically going on a suicide mission. Yeah, she's destined yeah. to die, and like right. she's, she's, she's sworn herself to that sacred the whole duty. Yeah. Point is to just make this journey a positive one, no matter what it takes, and even if that is to force herself to laugh, like that's the weird other side of that scene where it's like it's awkward because it's a force scene it's not supposed to be like an organic scene I almost pressed the Titus laugh button when he said force herself to laugh <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like this song is just I don't know it's a good note yeah it's, yeah, it's a, beautiful it is it's a really really sweet little song it's a sweet song <laughs> sweet man it's definitely like a Japanese pop song. It is. <laughs> and, I don't know, it, it just, it, it definitely, like, fits the moment. And is it this definitely, licensed? Like, <laughs> Can we play this? It Maybe. might be. <laughs> <laughs> but they're never going to know. Nah. <laughs> yeah. I'll sing it. I will sing the no. song if, uh. If it gets copyrighted, and I will replace it with my voice singing it. I'll do my best. Gambane. Gambane. 
yeah, this is uh, one of my favorite Final Fantasy games for sure. Yeah, ten. Like, I, I, I had a backup that I was gonna switch if someone picked Final Fantasy, but I, I, just, I wanted to save my Final Fantasy for another episode. I, I understand, <laughs> but this, I, and I honestly, my first pick was nine. My oh, first pick nine. was tactics. Yeah, yeah. Ta- I thought I about picking that too. <laughs> but just listening between nine and then I listened to the soundtrack. This soundtrack is so fucking killer. This is like the penultimate Nobu Umatsu soundtrack. Like, yeah. this is, like, his final form. Like, he's <laughs> yeah, able to yeah, experiment, yeah. and, like, the, the stuff he does in this is, like, just beyond anything he's ever else he's done. And, like, if it's a different mold, it just... It, it just has a different feel than all the other stuff. It's I feel so like good. That was like the most appropriate way you could have described that too, like Final Form. Because after this, Nobuo doesn't no. do Final Fantasy music. No, anymore. he does. He does stuff, but he doesn't do the. He doesn't, he doesn't do, much. do the whole soundtrack. He does yeah. like the main yeah. title stuff. He, he does did like a Smash Bros. Help. Smash Bros. Brawl. Yeah. that great intro. The only other soundtracks he really does after this are like Blue Dragon, Last Story, The oh. Shuffle Away Dungeon, like. Other games, he does. He does independent stuff. I love that Final Fantasy somehow game. that him and Akira Toriyama are connected, yeah. and I fucking love that. That's <laughs> fun. <laughs> like two of my favorite like artists, my two of my favorite Japanese artists, just like work together sometimes, and it just blows my mind. I love it so much. Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm sorry that I, we have two Omatsu. Um, Soundtracks on here, but man, the the guy is amazing. Like, yeah, he's one written of my favorites. so many soundtracks, and they're all diverse. He's while he has a style, he can just, just change it up anytime he wants. And and not only that, but like, he's like he's limited to his hardware. It doesn't you know? stop him though. Like, he, he made an opera and the Super Nintendo. Exactly. He, like, yeah, he, like, he made he wrote a whole opera for Final Fantasy VI and just yeah. pixelated it. That doesn't just translate exactly. to the 8-bit, but it translates to a real opera that he has fully written <laughs> yeah, and Draco, composed uh, and conducted. Dragon Maria. Yeah. yeah. He's he's he, he you know, he manipulated that into the Whatever. medium it's, it's the medium yeah, it's exactly. sad it's pretty the, impressive the dude it's is crazy. so old and it's unfortunate his time is definitely not here anymore but we'll we always him. be able to enjoy we, stuff we got him when he was good yeah we, we saw him play in Chicago Pete. play uh he was playing Distant Worlds 2 I think was when we saw him but he came out with a Final Fantasy fan band called the Black Mages that played Final Fantasy cover songs in like heavy metal form and he Sick. came out with them and they were all dressed as ninjas. <laughs> that was cool. And I saw him again yeah, uh, in Chicago a couple years later and they did the same. Yeah, you saw um, you saw him again. Yeah, and I did the other uh, Distant Worlds and You saw him Distant Worlds three or four. Something at that like that, point. Yeah. yeah. And like the dude loves coming out and seeing his fans and like he doesn't really come out and do the conducting but he like sees oversees it and like he looks like a, just like a sweet old man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that sweet old man. That sweet old man, but he's just like fucking now, awesome. Speaking of Black Mages, now, I don't I don't remember if they were called Black Mages, but he was part of a, a group called the Black Mages, which was... Yeah, that in, was like his rock oh, group. It was, yeah. yeah, it was oh, yeah. a it was a Square Enix, um, like... You're talking about a, a different 
Like not the ones that played the metal covers, no. right? No, that is that is that's same. Yeah. Oh. The Black Mages are Nobu Uematsu and his. Oh band. yeah, we saw him play with them. That's no, when we when we that saw was a that was a band that was in Chicago. These are Japanese artists that he played with. That was actually a Jap- It was Square Enix owned band, oh. which is why after he left Square, he no longer was part of the Black Mages or they made music. He started his own offshoot called Earthbound Pappas. Where oh, he actually did cool. other songs from his other games like uh, Blue Dragon and Lost Odyssey and stuff like that. So um, check that out. Oh. If you don't, uh, Black Mages have three albums that are all based on uh, all Final Fantasy games, and they're like uh, they're all super remade. cool. Like uh, <laughs> the uh, Two Xanderkin has a nice uh, Black Mages uh, cover. Which has a uh, what's his name? I forget his Sparks name. From yeah, the yeah, it's like an operatic voice. But yeah, any honorable mentions? Uh, well, okay. Well, my backup pick was Sonic Adventure Two. Sonic Adventure Two is also uh, a soundtrack that is very close to my heart. It's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Andy, did, what was one of yours? Uh, it's gonna be a spoiler alert for next week. <laughs> Donkey Kong Country. And then Ryan? Mario Odyssey. Uh, yeah, that's that's a good soundtrack. Wow. Um and my my backup, my honorable mention is Battletoads and Double Dragon. Ooh. Which is oh, uh, a bop all the way through. But yeah, <laughs> let's uh wrap it up and join us next week on Game Buds when we talk about the Donkey Kong Country series. So yeah, pack your bowls and smoke till next week. And then keep smoking. Don't stop. Okay. (laughs) Bye. If you like what we do and want to support the Game Buds, please consider giving our podcast a like or review on whatever platform you find us on. If you want to reach out to us directly, send us an email at gamebudspodcast at gmail.com. That's Buds with a Z. Or follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you so much for your support, and see you next week. Bye!